93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday. It is February 4th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the Perkyoman Valley School District is the latest district to suspend all bus services for students after a COVID-19 outbreak among its school's transportation company. Superintendent Dr. Barbara Russell confirmed that over 30 COVID cases have been reported within Student Transportation America, the company the school uses to transport students. Schools uh, officials confirmed that Lynn Himes, a transportation employee, died this week from the virus. Due to the number of cases and the need for the Montgomery County Office of Public Health to thoroughly investigate and conduct contact tracing, the county's health department recommended transportation be shut down, said Dr. Russell. The district's plan is to welcome back secondary students for in-person instruction Thursday if they can get a ride. If not, they'll go virtual. As for their elementary students, they'll be virtual due to the logistical issues for the next couple of days. Dr. Russell said she hopes the health department will allow the district to begin safely busing secondary students and staff starting Tuesday of next week. Elementary students have an in-service day on Tuesday of next week, so they plan to begin busing them again uh, starting next Wednesday. District officials said more than 20 staff members, which is roughly 25% of their transportation staff, are currently out of work. Federal agents from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives have joined the investigation into a massive fire on Ocean City's boardwalk last weekend. Mm. The inferno sparked at Playland's Castaway Cove last Saturday Saturday morning and quickly engulfed a portion of the amusement park. Arriving fire crews found flames quickly moving through a building structure that includes the Playland's Castaway Cove Arcade, offices, hamburger construction company restaurant, and Dairy Queen. Playland Castaway Cove says it was storing some ride parts in the building for the winter. No one was inside when the fire started, and the city says that no one was hurt. City officials said Wednesday authorities are still working to determine the origin and the cause of the fire. The ATF's national response team has also been called due to the size of the estimated loss. On Facebook, Playland asked the public to share photos of the interior of the arcade to help investigators piece together clues. Those photos can be emailed to playland at boardwalkfun.com. The amusement park vowed to rebuild and said that they'll come back bigger and better than before. Did they have um, surveillance equipment in the uh, I guess guess not. And they don't have pictures of their own place? Right. Interesting. I mean, I guess, who knows what they're looking for, you know? Um, They express thanks to those in the community and the first responders. Anyone who has additional information relating to the investigation is urged to contact the Cape May County Prosecutor's Office or the Ocean City Police Department. My nephew worked at that Dairy Queen this summer. Oh, really? Yeah. So wait, was the Dairy Queen was on the actual it's, boardwalk? I, I guess it's inside um, of the arcade. Of the arcade, okay. Or, or yeah, like there's maybe, like a little, maybe to the right. I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't been inside there in a while. But did you get free blizzards last night? I never went. Oh man, uh, I, uh, I did not make it to. Well, no, that's not true. You but I don't think it worth the trip alone. I mean, come yeah. on, <laughs> free blizzards, dude. It was crazy because they, he had two different jobs down there. He worked at a fractured prune uh, donut place. Actually, it wasn't. But either way. And then he worked at Dairy Queen, and they were working him to the bone. And he had requested off one day. He was like, day. oh, thank God it burned down. <laughs> well, he had requested off one day, and they wouldn't give it to him. And then he's like, well, then I quit. <laughs> you know? like so did he well, quit? So he quit. Let's yeah. ratchet it up a bit. Yeah. I quit. You can either give me the day yeah. off, or I'm done. Hey, listen, and I'm going to need to have Tuesday off, or I quit. <laughs> yeah, it was a shame, because uh, it, it, he needed off to go to... His other job. No, no, no. It was because um, he had just graduated from St. Joe's Prep, and they had finally had their prom in right. the summer. 
and they wouldn't give him off for his prom. And he was like, okay, uh, bye. See you later. Bye. <laughs> so if you have any pictures, um, I guess, of your kids playing or whatever inside uh, the arcade, that's what they're looking for. Uh, and that email, again, is playland at boardwalkfun.com. You can email them the pictures. I didn't realize so. how extensive the fire was. Yeah, yeah it was pretty yeah, bad. It was really bad. Long. There is a face mask scam that the Better Business Bureau is warning about. Face masks are showing up in the mailboxes even though recipients didn't order them. Consumers are reporting that the masks show up in a regular brown mailing envelope labeled with Amazon and China. However, there is no invoice or paperwork, just the face mask. It's like the, the, uh, the seeds. Exactly the seeds. What or it is. my AirPods that I got. Yeah. Right. Exactly what it is. The Better Business Bureau reports that this is the latest item being delivered in what's known as the brushing scam. It's a scam where companies, often third-party overseas sellers, send in expensive items in the mail uh, to addresses that they find online. Their goal is to try to boost their reviews with Amazon. Once the items are received, they fake post positive reviews to improve their rating, which could equate to more sales. Over the summer, shipments of seeds from China were used in the brushing scam. If this happens to you, change your Amazon password just to be safe. You can also contact Amazon customer service and report it as a fraudulent purchase. Wait a minute. So they're hoping they send this stuff out and they're hoping that people will go on and post reviews? I I think they're posting the reviews. They Which are. doesn't make sense to me. Why, Why even send the masks? Because out I think it need through Amazon. It needs to show that that something was shipped to somebody in order to review it. Right. Okay. You can't just go on and review an item. You have to show that you've purchased uh, right, it. Right. Right. Okay. So I guess if they're using your address, they can then. I don't know. When you use, I I always check the reviews, but with a healthy dose of cynicism. You know, like you'll, you'll like sometimes somebody will review a product that they never even owned. Yeah. You know, I don't like these things, and and it's like. Uh, so that well, I don't think I, they can do that on Amazon. That's what I'm saying. No, I, I've seen I've seen it happen. With I don't uh, think they, they can they can review an item if they didn't purchase it. You have to be a verified um, purchaser. Do, do you? To, yeah, okay. to, to at least on Amazon. Hmm. Yeah, I read reviews, but I, I look for specifics. Yeah, as opposed exactly. to overall, I didn't really like this product. Exactly. Yes. I look for something that what? said, you know, this this particular piece of plastic doesn't hold up very well. It broke. The volume button fell off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Things, things exactly. Like that. Yeah. But you know what I do is I immediately go to the negative reviews first. So like it'll be like four point eight yeah. out of five stars. That's a pretty good yeah. product. And then I go like right away. So then I read it. I'm like. Oh man, I don't know, you know. And then I <laughs> yeah. see all these positive ones, and I'm and I kind of, well, you know, you can't think not think about the negative review. It surprised me about that because I, I did see there was a TV that was I saw it was up it was like twenty one thousand dollars. What? And it was like like a ninety inch. This is a couple of years yeah. ago when they started coming out, and um, the reviews were from people who clearly clearly did not own it, yeah. but were things like. <sighs> Is I gave up food in a car, and I love this TV. <laughs> right. I also love it when people give bad reviews when they don't know how to put something together. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Uh, I know. I have yeah. seen that. Don't blame the, the manufacturer right. because you're an idiot and you don't know how to follow directions. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you get one of these masks, of course, you should throw it out uh, because you have no idea where it's been. Also, according to FTC, you are allowed to keep something you didn't order if it's specifically mm. sent to your name and your address and you don't owe any money for it. So if you ever get anything in the mail, it was addressed to you, but you didn't pay for it. You can keep it. OK, but it has to be addressed to you. Right. Exactly. Not it's somebody not, else. Not next door neighbor. Right. Oh, yeah. you can't. Finders keepers. <laughs> oh, and they accidentally deliver a Ferrari to your house. Yeah, right. you can't. Oh, mm-hmm. oh that's it. no my neighbor. Well, I got AirPods in the mail and <laughs> I, I still have Did them. You say AirPods? Wait. Yeah. Because they're not AirPods. <laughs> they're knockoffs. They're, no freaking, they're knockoffs, right? So I got to I got to keep them. They're How not do they work? Good. They work. Right. They, you know, I just, I don't think. I don't like the way they fit in my ears anyway. Well, you, go, okay. so you know what, though? Like I would be interested. Write a bad review. Is yeah. that in the history of your purchases? 
Like, can you... Not through Amazon, no. No. So then how... Yeah, so then that doesn't make sense. How are they then writing the review if it's not connected to a you buyer? Actually, let me check. Let me okay. recheck because I... <laughs> Hang I, on. I, I have some so. callers that, that have some uh, insight into this. Let me go to Matt. Hi, Matt. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Not much. So uh, about a couple weeks ago, I read, I read an article about the same thing you guys were talking about. Yeah. So when you call Amazon and you give them that tracking number, uh, it gives the person the ability that sent that to get into, I guess, Amazon's somehow account, and they are able to post up their positive reviews about their uh, their company. So if they offer a routing number, then they can they yeah. can then get in and, and post a review. So that's yeah, what it so is. They're sending it to us. From Amazon, there's always that tracking number. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Number. Uh-huh. So, you know, if you call them to find out what's going on with your package that's not there yet, that same number that you give them about your legit package is the same number you would give them for this package you didn't even order. And okay. it gives that, that company the ability once you call them and you give them that specific number or order number, I'm, I'm, you can, I'm, wait, I'm wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I'm pretending like I know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I, I think it, the, so. So if you give the Amazon representative that you're talking to the tracking number, then what happens? Um, it, uh, thanks a bunch, man. Appreciate it. That tracking number. Yeah. The people that the the company that sent you that package uh-huh. uh, anonymously. Uh, they are able to get into the computer system once once they have that tracking number. I'm confused. I'm going to research yeah. this myself. Thank you, man. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Take care. Okay. All right. I thank you for your effort. All right. All right. Let's do sports. How about that? Both the Sixers and the Flyers returned to action last night after having no game since Sunday. Joel Embiid had 34 points and 11 rebounds, and the Sixers beat the Charlotte Hornets 118-111 to in their fourth straight win. Tobias Harris scored 26 points, and Ben Simmons added 15 points and 9 assists as the Sixers stretched their winning streak against the Hornets to 14 games tied for the longest active streak in the NBA. Up next for the Sixers is a game back home tonight against the Portland Trail Blazers. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock. The Flyers lost in overtime at home to the Boston Bruins. Bruins 4-3. The Bruins tied the game with 14 seconds left in regulation and then got the game winner 31 seconds into overtime, both on the power play. The Bruins scored just 12 seconds into the game, but the Flyers were able to open a 3-1 advantage on goals by Kevin Hayes, Jake Voracek, and Joel Farabee. The second game of the two games set with the Bruins is tomorrow night, and the puck is scheduled to drop at 7 o'clock. And the Villanova Wildcats had their winning streak come to an end in a 70-59 loss to the St. John's Red Storm last night. Villanova fell to 11-2 on the season season and had their first loss in the Big East to fall to 6-1. and one. Up next for Jay Wright's squad is a game at home against Georgetown on Sunday. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thanks, Kat. So here we go with more money to give away. It's no sad dough. Uh, we have two days left today and tomorrow. That's it. So 14 opportunities. Still a decent amount. But it you, sure is. You've got to take advantage of it. You need to be paying attention. So stay with us. Your first shot at 8 a.m. We also have some more winning that's going to be taking place. Our good friend Steven Singer is going to be joining us on the program today. 
We're getting very close to Valentine's yeah. Day, and he's got something special in mind. So we'll roll out that with him uh, a little bit after 8 o'clock, after we get the No Sad Dough thing. Uh, and our friends from Cavs to Go, Cavanaugh's going to be stopping by with some giveaways, too. Uh, so we have these things and more for you to partake upon. Let's break and come back in a second. I got a stack of entertainment stories we need to run by you and some things to give away when we get started on the next segment. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Did you know you can earn rewards just by shopping at Acme? Download the Acme mobile app and redeem your reward points for discounts on gas at participating Exxon mobile stations or for free groceries. Plus, get personalized deals and digital coupons that are just for you. Download the Acme app or visit acmemarkets.com to sign up and save. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. And the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so stupid question this morning. We are going to give away a digital PS copy of Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. So question I have for you this morning. The uh, the Coming to America 2 trailer came out yesterday. Yes, so yeah. I, have, I have a question about Coming to America. What is the difference between the Big Mac and the Big Mac? <laughs> okay. 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> Let's see if you know the answer to that. What I is love- the difference between the Big Mac and the Big Mac? I love the way that's delivered in the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Before you get to the birthdays, Preston, I'd like to point out that for the first time in several days, we actually have sunlight on the horizon. Nice. Yeah. Not, just a, not just a sliver no. between no. the clouds. No. Actual and sunlight. And it's 637, and oh. we are slowly getting longer days, too. So, yeah. Preston, <laughs> go to the window. <laughs> It will enrich your soul. I need to wake up now and... Follow me. Take my hand. No, I'm much bigger than you are. <laughs> All right, let's see if you know the answer. All right, uh, the Big Mac and the Big Mick. What's the difference? I'm going to go through some birthdays while we're waiting for that call. Today is Thursday, February 4th. Come on. And, oh, sorry. It's no, beautiful. Sorry. I can't I get, get enough of it. Uh, no, I meant to bring us back from the Shire, back to Philadelphia. Uh, no, a big one in the world of rock music. It is Alice Cooper's birthday today. Yeah. And yeah, man. Alice Cooper celebrates his uh, 73rd birthday today. People may not remember Preston, but I'm, I'm sure you do. Like, there was, like, that guy listens to Alice Cooper. Like, <laughs> a, a totally positioned vibe that they wanted to create with Alice Cooper. Like, you shouldn't be listening to him. Oh, most like, definitely. Like he was, and, and if you watch the documentary about the creation of the Alice persona, that was the whole intent. Absolutely. To terrify oh people. Oh, my God. And, and, and it, it just drew you in. And, and some of the songs were great. They were, well. yeah. Uh, but I remember Steve seeing him on Midnight Special. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. and just going, oh, my God, that guy is, you know, he's he really, he kills people He must know life. the devil, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Alice Cooper, so he, meanwhile, he's just, you know, yeah. he loves playing golf and you know, behind, behind the scenes. He's ha- a, has a, a fascination with disco music, too. He's a super really? nice guy. Yeah. yeah, so happy 73rd to Alice Cooper. Uh, Gabrielle Anwar, the actress. Yes. Um, in Scent of a Woman, she's the scene where they tango, they dance. She has a small part. And then she was on the show Burn Notice. Uh, very attractive young lady. She's 51 today. Sort of waifish. Yes. Yeah, very thin. Oscar De La Hoya, uh, uh-huh. the Golden Boy, uh, retired boxer, forty-eight years old today. Uh, a super good-looking boxer. He was rare types, but uh, or is and he's made a ton of money in the in the promotion world. 
Uh, Michael Gorgian, who was on Party of Five. Um, he's Michael 50, Gorgian. 50 years old. Yeah, his last name is spelled G-O-R-G-O-O-R-J-I-A-N. I don't know who he is. No, right. neither do I, and I, I watch Party of Five. Party of Five, and he's 50 years old, so you'll have to uh, huh. go uh, study amongst <laughs> yourselves and figure out who the hell he was. Uh, Dan Quayle, former vice president of the United States, he was the 44th one, served under uh, George H.W. Bush, by the way. My wife waited on him <laughs> at a restaurant in the oh, D.C. Yeah. area when she was going to school down there. Said he left a nice tip. Listen, at, as for you know, as the butt of the jokes, yeah, yeah, as yeah. he always was, he always seemed like a pretty nice guy. Yeah, he me. was. I know. Yeah, yeah. He was at the inauguration this year. Was he? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so it was uh, It was uh, kind of a surprise. I didn't expect to see him, but uh, yeah, he was there. You know, he, he was... Uh, he was high, or at least brought into the campaign, uh, because of his looks. Yeah. He looked at that time, especially. He looked a lot like Robert Redford, and they yeah. thought, "Well, that's good." He's seventy-four today. Uh, LT Lawrence Taylor huh. uh, is celebrating his sixty-second birthday today. I probably say this every time uh, on his birthday, but in Tecmo Super Bowl, <laughs> oh, if you wanted yeah, to play yeah, yeah, the yeah. defensive game, <laughs> yeah. LT just could not be stopped. Be stopped. Yeah, I mean. Just sack on almost every play. <laughs> uh, but he celebrates his 62nd birthday Never liked today. the guy. Never yeah. ever. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, played for the Giants. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. And then the last birthday is Rob Corddry. Ah. Uh, the Daily great. Show, Hot Tub Time Machine. We've had him on the program many times. Yeah. It's a big one for him today. He's 50 years old. Ah. So happy birthday to you, Rob Corddry. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question uh, this morning. Coming to America, what's the difference between a Big Mac and a Big Mick? 215-263-WMMR. And I will go to Katie to see if she knows the answer. Good morning, Katie. Hi, good morning, guys. All right, so (laughs) what's the difference between the Big Mac and the Big Mick? The Big Mick comes on an unseated bun. That is correct. (laughs) No sesame seeds. Hang on just a second, Katie. That's the difference. We're going to set you up with a digital PS4 copy of Crash Bandicoot for It's About Time. What would you think of the, the trailer for the... Uh, I like it. It looks good. Movie. Yeah. 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 What would you think? Uh, yeah. It, it remains yeah. to be seen, but it was really funny to see, you know, a few of the, the old faces pop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the trailer, like John Amos, and, and I'm wondering who else is going to be sprinkled about there. We have had some indications, but uh, to me, like, the, the first teaser trailer, I was I was on board. I mean, we were on board regardless. Yeah. They showed a little bit more of uh, Wesley Snipes. Right, yeah. And I'm, as his <laughs> character. And I'm trying to figure out, but he, he sound, he's right in that wheelhouse of the over-the-top character. Yeah, he looks outrageous yeah. in it. Yeah. Okay, so I loved Party of Five, so it was really bothering me that I didn't <laughs> oh. know who this guy was. Yes. Um, so apparently, did you guys know Kate Hudson uh, was on that show? No. No. All right, so Kate Hudson made her TV acting debut as Corey, uh, the TV station co-worker of Justin, who was Michael Gorg- Gorgian or whatever. Okay. All um, right. And he strikes up a, f- a flirtation. She strikes up a flirtation with him while his relationship with Julia is on the rock. So I guess he was the boyfriend of Julia. Boy, we're really scraping okay. the barrel here for birthdays. <laughs> well, I guess, listen, so. anybody who watched it. I did uh, watch yeah. it. I'm still confused. Remember the guy? Hey, uh, I'm going to go through some of the, uh, we, we touched on this late in the show yesterday, but the Golden Globes uh, were announced yesterday, the nominations, and they made history nominating three female directors. Chloe Zhao for Nomad, Nomad Land, uh, Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman, 
and Regina King for One Night in Miami, all of whom are competing against David Fincher uh, for Mank and Aaron Sorkin for The Trial of Chicago 7. Overall, Netflix dominated. Mank is leading film nominees with six nods and The Crown topping all television series. Netflix, which led at the Golden Globes last year as well, came in with 42 nominations, 22 of them in film categories and 20 in television. No other studio was even close to that. Uh, The Crown snagged six nominations, including Best Series, Drama, and Acting Nods for Olivia Colman and Josh O'Connor. The final season of Ships Creek, we'll call it that, (laughs) uh, trailed with five nominations while uh, Netflix Ozark, had four nods, uh, The Queen's Gambit with two nods, and added to Netflix, uh, also added to Netflix pile. Uh, Sorkin's Trial Chicago 7, a Netflix release, came in next with five nominations, including nods for Best Film Drama and Best Director and Best Screenplay for Sorkin, supporting actor for Sarah uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, and Best Song as well. Uh, the late Chadwick Boseman earned a lead actor nod for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. He's up against uh, Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. Uh, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, uh, Gary Oldman for Mank, and uh, Tahar Rahim for uh, the Mart... Uh, oh, man. Uh, Mauritanian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Mauritanian. I'm not familiar. Okay, so I, I've been trying to figure out what Mank is about. It's about um, Herman Mankiewicz, who is uh, one of the, the writers, maybe the sole writer for the... No, he wrote with Orson Welles, the screenplay for Citizen Kane. Oh, okay. He's kind of an over-the-top Hollywood oh, personality. Yeah. Now it makes sense. Okay. Uh, the nominees for Actress in a Drama Film are Frances McDormand for Nomadland, uh, Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, and Andra Day for The United States versus Billie Holiday. We have audio of a, a sweet moment. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco uh, is officially a nominee, and her reaction is great. On Wednesday, the Hollywood Foreign uh, Press Association unveiled the nominations and recognized the actress for her role as Cassie on the HBO Max drama The Flight Attendant. Oh, so it's not for her appearance on uh, The Cabin with Burt Kreischer on Netflix? I didn't even know. I didn't okay. see that episode yet, so it was not for that, no. Okay. She's uh, cute. She's really cute, and so obviously she's known for lighter fare, you know, yeah. and so... It's just cute to see her react this way. Uh, the actress, who's also an executive producer on the show, cried tears of joy as Sarah Jessica Parker announced Kaylee was nominated for the Best Actress in TV category, marking her first ever Golden Globe nomination. So here's the audio of that. A series, musical, or comedy. This is it. Lily Collins, Emily in Paris, Kaylee Cuoco, The Flight Attendant, <laughs> Elle Fanning, The Great, Jane Levy. Oh, my God. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> Can't believe it. Uh, she shared this on Instagram, and that's her husband, <laughs> Carl Cook, uh, yeah. who is doing the filming, and so you can hear him a little bit in the background. She is funny in it, though. Although it's you know a pretty serious topic, um, there are parts of the show, a lot of the show, where she's very humorous. It's okay. it's under comedy musical, right? Oh, it is under comedy. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Is it as funny as The Martian? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, That's The Martian's right. pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of really? great lines in well, it. Yeah, there's a lot of funny lines in it. I mean, the, the subject matter is serious, but they put in a lot of humorous okay. lines that, throughout the movie. And but, it's a show game they play. They right. they will they will take something yeah. that might not win in a category uh, that's very linear to what it's about and say, okay, it's a comedy. I mean, there are like, at least for me, there are gruesome parts to this show, and then she'll make it funny. Okay. <laughs> right. I want to see it. I've heard good things about it. She plays uh, a, 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 an airline... Stewards, right? Yep, flight, flight attendant. attendant. Flight attendant, yep. 
Um, all right, so other stories. We'll go with this one. Uh, it has to do with country music. I don't normally report on country music, but country star T.J. Osborne in an interview has come out publicly as gay. Uh, the Brothers Osborne lead vocalist has been out to his family and friends, but for the first time ever, he's revealing uh, his truth to the world. This is pretty wild because I think this is uh, uh, the highest profile like career high, individual. he's the only one with a major label, right? Uh, in the, in the world of country music, right. uh, so to like come he's out gay. heavy hitter, yeah. So I guess um, I'm not familiar, of course. I'm not no, I don't know. Him. But but then again, wait a minute. When did um, oh man, uh, now I'm drawing a blank on her name. Um, she had a song called "Constant Craving." Um, oh, Kate, uh, yeah, Katie, Katie Lang. Lang. Yeah, she had come out eventually, but I don't know if she was. I don't Still know. at the time on a major label of the country. Yeah, I don't um, know. All right, well, anyhow, we have audio of him. Uh, is this from the interview, Steve? This is him. I guess a message on social media wasn't quite specified what it was, but it was him talking to his fans. It was an interview in Time. Yes. In which he revealed um, he, he, he revealed uh, what well, he wanted the world I'll, to know. I'll give you the quote yeah. from that, uh, that article. He said, I'm very comfortable being gay. I find myself being guarded for not wanting to talk about something that I personally don't have a problem with, and that feels so strange. Um, it's interesting because he said people will ask, um, what does this even, why does this even need to be talked about? And personally, I agree with that. But for me to show up at an award show with a man would be jaw dropping to people. Right. And I wouldn't want to be like, oh, cool. I don't think that I'm going to get, he said, um, I don't think I'm going to get run off the stage in Chicago, but in a rural town playing at a county fair, I'm curious how this is going to go over. Um, but um, he and his brother are the the duo, and his brother's known about it, you know, for yeah, a yeah. long time. Um, and he comments on that. But first, let me read this other um, quote where he says, "I want to get, uh, I want to get to the height of my career, being completely who I am. I mean, I am who I am, but I've kept part of that muted, and it's been stifling." Uh, and on embracing his identity publicly, he says, I want to put the coming out behind me because ultimately it's a very small detail about me. Uh, his brother said he remembered when he came out to him. John is his brother. He said uh, he was very open and candid about it. And I was emotional because my brother was finally able to be completely honest with me about who he was. And how often in life do we hold back parts of ourselves and wish that we didn't? If I had to have my all my money and success erased for my brother to be truly fulfilled in life, wouldn't even think about it. Not for a second. I'd take the money. No, I'm kidding. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I added that last I mean, F him. Uh, no, but here's, uh, here's him uh, talking about it. I'm very proud to put this out there. I want to let you all know that I've gotten to know me over the years, that the person you know is me, and now you just know more about me. And I think that's so important in so many ways. I, think, I know what it's going to help my relationship with my fans, with my family, and, and honestly, it's, it will help my relationship with myself. And um, I just wanted to thank everyone for the support, and I love y'all. Very good. Cool. Uh, there's a second clip. Is that the no, same No, it's just thing? the same thing. Okay. Just, uh, it's just another Well, file. good on him. It's got to be a weight off his shoulders. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays. I hope it plays well. Uh, Nick Cannon has been diagnosed with COVID-19. Uh, according to Variety, uh, Nicey Nash will guest host. For oh, Cannon from Arena 911? As uh, production begins uh, today. I, I guess so. Yeah, we had her in the Nisi. studio. Oh, we did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Nisi, I'm sorry, yeah. N-I-C-Y, N-I-E-C-Y, uh, for season five of The Masked Singer. And a rep for Cannon says that he is currently in quarantine and resting. Fox expects Cannon to return to the series later on in the season. He says he initially had no idea, but his turban lost its sense of smell. <laughs> oh and my so, God. Yeah. Dakota Johnson and Chris Martin have moved in together after three years of dating. 
It uh, took three years. Yeah, the pair wow. are set up in the Coldplay frontman's $12.5 million Malibu mansion. Is there enough room? Uh, a source tells people she seems to enjoy it as much as Chris does, and they both love the outdoors and often take beach strolls. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> they also support local restaurants. Oh, they do? They do. Oh, they're doing a whole bunch of crazy things. They're just they? like us. Are you going to leave that cup there? Uh, the the low-key <laughs> pair sparked engagement rumors after she was photographed wearing an emerald on her left ring finger. And no word on that, but an insider tells people that the happy couple regularly dine with uh, Martin's ex, Gwyneth Paltrow, and her husband, Brad, Fa- Brad Falchuk, mm. and Martin and Paltrow's kids, Apple and Moses. How delightful. I, I didn't realize you take dumps with the door open. Uh, in <laughs> September. You know that happened. Yeah, they're just yeah. finding yeah, these yeah, things yeah. out about oh, each other. never knew that. Uh, in September, Paltrow said on the Drew Barrymore show of her warm relationship with Martin, uh, you're ending a marriage, but you're still in the family. That's how it will be forever. Some days it's not as good as it looks. Uh, we also have good days and bad days, but I think it's driving towards the same purpose of unity and love and what's best for our kids. Steve, I don't know about you. Uh, I don't approve of this relationship. I, I do because I like her so much, and I like him as well. I, I you know, I had held out hope yeah. uh, that she'd get back together, uh, that uh, he'd get back together with Gwyneth Paldrow. But I, I do like her. I think she's down to earth. You know, celebrities, Casey, for the most part, are just like us. Yeah. Hey, Gwyneth mm-hmm. likes her, too. She had told Harper's Bazaar, I just adore her. Yeah. I always start to think of the ampersand sign. I think what that's... Else? Well, I'm sorry. Let I... him finish. What else can you bring in <laughs> instead of being resistant to or being made insecure by? There's so much juice in learning and some, in leaning into something like that. What do you think about that, Casey? I, no, I think uh, part of the reason I don't approve of this relationship is because Gwyneth does. <laughs> And um, I don't like her either. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're looking at a picture of them <laughs> as a couple. They are huge. That's a, that's a Photoshop. Oh, because uh, they're uh, bigger than larger than the house. <laughs> oh. Kathy, look at them. They're they enormous. Are they are. But what do you? What do you are, is it because you have such high standards of of Chris? Yeah. And yeah, he's just too good for everybody. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth Chambers is performing a sage cleanse. Amid a decidedly dark time for her, Chambers recently spoke about uh, spoke out following the news that her estranged husband, Army Hammer, engaged in rape and cannibalism fantasies online. And as ex-lovers of his came forward alleging abusive behavior, including branding and bruising. What is she? What, what kind of cleanse is she a doing? Sage cleanse. Which is what now? Uh, they burn sage. Okay. And it's supposed to. Um, it's supposed to neutralize things and get yeah. get bad vibes out. So she said Johns Hopkins right now? Is the word. So um, We've done a few sage cleanses in our house when the uh, kitty litter smells particularly bad. <laughs> I actually, I, I want to do a sage cleanse. I, I, I don't oh, necessarily wait. believe that it does something, well, but I love the smell of sage. So it, it is to cleanse, it's to cleanse your home. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. I, see, I, I don't. Um, I don't find it unpleasant. I'd be interested to see how you would respond to it because it's kind of strong. Strong, and, yeah. And I, think it, I think it might bug your nose because yours is so yeah, sensitive. Yeah, probably would. Burning sage is an ancient ritual intended to cleanse people and spaces of negative energy and promote clarity and and healing. Yes. So that's Most people thing. do it after they've dated a cannibal. Uh, so she said, I didn't realize how much I didn't know. Talking about his alleged toxic relationship, she said, I support any victim of assault or abuse and urge anyone who has experienced his pain to seek the help she or he needs to heal. That's got to be like, when you if you discover something like that about someone that you were involved with, um, I've never had that experience where I've learned, you know, that somebody had an entirely other side to them, yeah. but like a crazy side, like a crazy side. Yeah, and I think we're in crazy territory here. Yeah, I agree. 
Uh, let's see here. A fantasy theme park in Utah is suing Taylor Swift, claiming she infringed its Evermore trademark. No. When she released her latest album with the, that title in December. That's Evermore, my favorite Utah theme park, Preston. Evermore Park in Pleasant Grove, Utah, is an immersive experience theme park that opened in 2018 where performers portray characters to create an interactive fantasy world. I, I saw just a couple pictures of it. I'm intrigued. I want to learn a little bit more about this place. Is it like a medieval motif, or I, what is it? It? I, it looked a little steampunky. Uh, Did it to me? I, but I just saw one photo, so I'm not really huh. sure on that, Steve. Uh, Nick, if, if you could do a yeah. uh, search on Evermore Park and Pleasant uh, Grove, it's apparently uh, like Dungeons and Dragons in real life. Okay, really? Yeah. Uh, I like the steampunk idea. Since 2015, it's held a variety of trademarks for the Evermore brand, uh, mm. covering clothing, park services, and entertainment services, including live visual and audio performances by an actor. So not only did Swift use Evermore to promote her own merchandise, the park claims that since Swift released her album Evermore, it created actual confusion around its own trademark. Visitors asked staff whether the album was the result of a collaboration between Evermore and Taylor Swift or some other type of relationship, the suit states. And on the day of Evermore's album release, the park says that traffic on its web sp- website spiked 330% uh-huh. more yeah. in, compar- in comparison to the traffic the, the other day. So that would be good, right? Yeah, why is that a bad thing? They still... So, so what? Per- you, you, let's say you have a percentage of people who happen across it Right. Who are looking for Taylor Swift but go, oh, this looks cool. Well, that's kind of what, that's what <laughs> Swift's lawyer said. Yeah. Like, this is a good thing, right? Yeah. Cool. But to this idea that the park is receiving a benefit from the promotion of its trademark, the park says that Swift's team shows a misunderstanding of trademark law. And to back this, lawsuit cites Audi versus Diamato, which states... The court finds that the loss sustained by a trademark holder from the unauthorized use of his trademark trademarks is the loss of the trademark holder's ability to control its reputation. In the context of trademark litigation grounds for irreparable harm include loss of control of reputation, loss of trade, loss of goodwill, regardless of whether the infringer, infringer is putting the mark to a good or favorable use. Well, it's not it's, like this is Tom Sizemore's. I know. Uh, it's, it's Taylor Swift. But they're still saying it's ours, and All you right. can't do that. Right. Yeah, the Swift effect would seem like to be a positive, though. Um, Steve, Nerdist is uh, Chris Hardwick, right? Yes. Yeah, so Nerdist did a segment there, and uh, it's not exactly my cup of tea, but it looks really cool. It is like Dungeons and & Dragons and kind of Lord of the Ringsy and a little bit of uh, Harry Potter type stuff, and it's a, an entire theme park based on that type of motif. Well, we were looking at an aerial picture of it, and it kind of looks like uh, Preston, like a, a like a, a setup in Westworld. Yeah, 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 you're right. Uh, so they are looking for, uh, let's see, statutory damages of two million dollars per counterfeit mark per type of goods or services. Sold. Totaling what? Do they I know? Don't, I don't know. I don't know what that could lead uh, to. Who knows? So they're going after. Her. Uh, Jeopardy has announced a new slate of guests featuring some familiar faces. Uh, Dr. Oz will be one of them. Anderson Cooper. NBC's Savannah Guthrie. And CNN medical correspondent 60 Minutes contributor Dr. Sanjay Gupta will be quizzing contestants. I like Dr. Oz, but he has a stilted speech pattern. And I'm not. That was the only name I heard where I was like, "Eh." uh, You know what? He's so like... uh, I feel like he's too animated. Yeah. You know, like Alex was just like himself. He was calm. He, you know, would add a right. little chuckle, whatever. Right. Like, uh, Dr. Oz is just loud and his, all over the place. Well, and his tempo is very quick and staccato. Yeah. I don't think it would fit 
for Jeopardy. I don't particularly care for Dr. Oz, and um, he met. There was a lot of backlash against his uh, name being announced yesterday. Really? Yeah, that people. Yeah, that people still look at him as kind of um, a snake oil salesman in some respects, and uh, and so yeah, the, the Jeopardy community, including former Jeopardy contestants, uh, were really upset about it. Well, Steve and I were talking yesterday. We think Ken Jennings. They should just give him the. Job. I agree. He's doing great. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, no, I get that they're going to do these things, and and these are positioned as charity appearances. So yes. they're going to do it, and that, that's going to be part of the deal. But I think, honestly, I don't know what more you need. I find uh, when you guys sit down to watch, it feels kind of like home. Yeah. It's, it's not Alex. Everyone knows it's not Alex. But when it comes to the nuances of getting Jeopardy done, Ken does a great job. By the way, isn't uh, Aaron Rodgers going to guest host at some yeah, point? So, yeah, so there's a few others. Executive producer Mike Richards will be next to take over temporarily. Okay. I don't even know who he is. Uh, I don't even know who the hell you are. I don't even know. Most of the time behind the camera, you don't see him very often. Is right. he the one who delivered the sort of... Um, yeah. Impa- or passionate. Uh... Yeah, when Alex passed, and they made an announcement, and uh, Mike Richards okay. was the man- the one who made that announcement. Uh, there's also going to be Katie Couric, like you said, Aaron Rodgers, Bill Whitaker, and uh, Mayim Bialik are a few. I- I'm interested to see her. I'd like yeah, to see her. She is very smart. And you left out uh, John Madden. And John Madden as well. <laughs> no, he's imagine? not, really. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. That's a hell of a topic. <laughs> So, like Steve said, a donation will be made to a charity of each guest host's choice, and it will be equal to the cumulative winnings of the contestants that compete while they're hosting. So that could be a lot of money, which is uh, pretty cool. It could be, yeah. I like that. I like it that, as Casey would say. But back to Ken Jennings. Uh, When it's all done. I agree. Um, Let's see. How about this? We'll we'll go with uh, Jenny Slate and her fiancé, Ben Shattuck. Have welcomed their first child together. It is a girl named Ida Lupine. Uh, ben Shattuck is it's a familiar name. I don't know. S-H-A-T-T-U-C-K. I know Jenny Slate. Yeah. Uh, but she said, motherhood is the most meaningful thing that has ever happened to me. And she feels really lucky. So Nice. She was a uh, she was an ex-Chris uh, Evans girlfriend. That's right. Yep. Yep, that is correct. This guy's an artist uh, who doesn't even have his own Wikipedia page. What? So. <laughs> What a loser! <laughs> hey, guys, somebody's changed their hair. Oh! Colin Farrell was photographed rocking a new look. The 44-year-old has completely shaved his head. Yeah. Just weeks after he was spotted with his normal full dark do. Welcome to the ball train, buddy. Now, we don't know if it's for a role or not yet, but he's apparently... Yeah, he's playing John Bon Jovi. Shaved completely bald. <laughs> and uh, Bald we're... Jovi is the name of the movie. Bald Jovi. <laughs> it's speculative fiction, Preston. God, I love that. Um, he is playing Cobblepot in uh, the, the Batman uh, he's playing the peng- uh, the oh, penguin. Oh, is he character. really? Yes, he is. Yeah. Oh, and that's my understanding. So, um, yeah, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to see. Uh, he he started out as like, okay, we'll see how this plays out, and then he got a little annoying, and then he he's been really great. He's been in a lot of really solid movies. Yeah. So is Bald Jovi a biopic or is it just a? <laughs> it's speculative fiction. Well, speculative yeah. fiction. It's fan fiction. Oh, I got you. All right. What would it be like <laughs> if he John went bald was bald? Was like an alternate like timeline in the eighties. In the eighties, right. yeah. And it'd be very difficult because he was known for that lion's mane. Right. Yeah. yeah okay. Everybody else in the band right. had really long hair, but yeah. John. Being the groundbreaker that he was. In fact, there's that scene in the video where he shakes his hair up, right? And that's kind of the pinnacle of this movie, where he goes and there's nothing there. I am in. Right, right. Bald Jovi. I'm bald. 
All right, and then one last story. Uh, let's go with this one. Angelina Jolie is offloading a painting by Winston Churchill, which was bought by her ex, Brad Pitt. This is me, this is my mommy, and this is the house we live in. Uh, the pair are still in the process of divorcing after splitting in 2016. Is that a son in the corner? It's a son, and there's the smoke coming out of the chimney. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've all drawn that yeah. picture, right? Yes, we have. Yes. <laughs> In kindergarten. one turkey hand. <laughs> You're a good little artist, uh, Winston. Your art is very uh, interesting. <laughs> Rudimentary, one might say. But... <laughs> turkey hand. <laughs> it looks like a turkey. Uh, the painting was purchased Looking for... Looking to the right. Uh, was purchased for $2.95 million. I did it with my left hand. 2011, <laughs> and it is estimated to grab $3.4 million. The thumb is dead. Uh, by Christie's, uh, the house that is auctioning it. Oh, uh, we're looking at it. It's not bad. It uh, sort of looks like a Middle Eastern location. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. By the way, we need to get this monitor fixed, Case. You know yeah, what happened? I tried I to turn it on. What happened? Uh, I don't know, but, uh, but it's got some Your video? Information. All right. Uh, hey, let's do clips, y'all. World champion skier and local instructor find romance on the slopes as he returns home to prepare for the biggest race of his life in the Hallmark Channel heartwarming original <gasps> Two for the Win. Yeah. In this clip, star Charlotte Sullivan talks about fudging her qualifications for the film. Here we go. So they asked me, they're like, you've skied? And I was like, yeah, like I have skied. I just haven't skied since 1997. But yes, I have skied. And Trevor is like, in real life, is legitimately incredible at skiing. So mostly they focused on Trevor and then they would just, you know, cut to me. Shut up, dummy. Uh, so I guess they do nine Christmas. I have watched which two. are exactly the same it's as the Christmas. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Without all of the uh, Christmas accoutrement, right. but um, same vibe, same everything. Christmas will always dominate. It'll always be in my heart. But if you're if you're if you're looking for something that you know the ending, you know exactly what the plot is going to be, and you'll know that you won't know the stars. This is your win. Two for the win premieres Monday at eight on the Hallmark Channel. Here's the next clip. Walker, Texas Ranger got its long-awaited reboot with the brand-new series Walker, which focuses on the adventures of Cordell Walker as he returns home to Austin after being undercover for two years. And then this clip star, Jared Padalecki, explains how his Walker is a brand-new character. Here we go. My Walker has zero to do with with Chuck's Walker. I did watch Chuck Nor- I mean, I grew up in Texas, and Walker, Texas Ranger was obviously a massive show, and I watched it, but this is a brand-new character, brand-new story, and brand-new era. Walker told me I have AIDS. And there we go. I like the other day you said, I think it was off, was it on air or off air? He said, Walker gave me AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother plot line. Wow. Isn't it? What? What? Hey, son, have you told anyone about this? Um... <laughs> The uh, so I guess the thing is he is a widower and there's a flashback component. This is what I understand. If I'm wrong, it's it, it's par for the course. But there is a mystery surrounding the death of his wife, and it's a little bit more aggressive. So okay. Um, and did I mention the last part of that? Uh, new episode. It's a show Walker. you can watch. Here's tonight at <laughs> AW on the CW channel. Sorry, I was there looking you. in the trash can to to read that last part. And I want to read this text. <laughs> it, allow me, if you will. Okay. Yeah. It says. Whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa. 
I have no hair. <laughs> That's it. That's from Bon Jovi. Bon yeah. Jovi. All right. So it's a musical. Hey, so um, I'm curious as we're going to take a break and let's talk about this on air rather than off air. Are we going to get a giant pancake today made in the studio? I have the ingredients if Ooh. you want it. Yeah. Casey brought yeah. in the pancake, to, the, the rice cooker. To make a an ultra giant pancake, not not uh, circumference wise, no uh, weight thickness wise and weight wise. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. so, right? Um, so I guess we're going to do that today. How about the pants? We got the pants. We got the pants. <laughs> we can do pancakes okay. and pants. We clearly didn't talk about what we're doing on the show today yeah. yet, but I think we might try on these pants. That what what are they called? Um, I've forgotten. They what... were they were referred to as the Amazon pants. Yes, right. That's oh, it. those things that suck up the ass. They're, they're oh, yes. like a booty no pop. Fit in those. Pants. Yeah. Steve, I, I, I think everyone is going to fit in a pair except for you. Okay, like you're just too muscular. I think your your thighs are not yeah. going to squeeze. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I Maybe. tried on something that was similar to this, and my nutsack <laughs> was, was like mid-abdomen. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, my God. All right, well, maybe we'll find out in a bit here. We're going to take a quick break. We're coming back. We have a beautiful sunrise. Finally, it's looking nice and actually dry today, uh, 39 degrees. We're going to break, come back in a second, stay with us on this drive-in. No sad dough here. No sad dough for you. I just won $500. Yes, cash money. No sad dough. I'm a winner tonight. Yes, you are. Win money. No sad dough. We're just here to try to make 2021 a little better than 2020. We already started off great with that. <laughs> Fantastic. No sad dough. Listen even hours weekdays. That's 8 and 10 a.m., noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. Get the keyword, then text it to 45911. Or enter it via WMMR.com or our app to also get qualified for the $10,000 grand prize. No sad dough! I'm Dan excited, and I'd love to take you to dinner. It's on, girlfriend. From 93.3 WMMR. You got 500 bucks. I did. I can't believe it. What are you going to do with it? Buy me a beer? Is that what you said? <laughs> Everything that rocks. See official rules at WMMR.com. I don't understand this text, but it says, <laughs> it says, Bald Jovi, the story of a young man who overcomes a terrible Tom York pressure washer accident <laughs> with the help of a therapist to become a rock star. Uh, did, did I make a Tom York... Pressure, yeah, yeah we, there was a pressure washer. <laughs> when That's was a that? good callback. Yeah, is it? it was, okay. I'm I'm certain. All One right. of the few things I remember: Tom York and a pressure washer. Tom York, a Radiohead. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sucks. I think he was doing a commercial. <laughs> okay. I think I had him doing a commercial for, for a pressure, pressure washer. Cool. If if that uh, texture could elaborate, we'd appreciate All it. Right. Good, call, good callback. Bald Jovi. <laughs> uh, hey, I want to do a shout out, a birthday shout out. Uh, this was brought to my attention by Barbara uh, Craveling. Uh, but it's for a friend of mine uh, named Jeff Surrett. Uh, Jeff Surrett. Aww. It's his birthday today. And, uh, yeah, Jeff's awesome. He is uh, with the Philadelphia section of the Pro Golfers Association of America, the PGA. I've heard you mention this guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, executive director, I believe, is his uh, title. So uh, a shout out, if you would, uh, to Mr. Jeff Surrett. He's and been in here, hasn't he? He has, yes. yes. Yeah. In fact... He was getting Kathy started on uh, golf lessons. He did, yeah. A few he years was, ago, yeah. He was the main reason. Absolutely. You, and you enjoyed it, right? I did enjoy it until uh, I decided 
I didn't have nine hours during the day to go golfing. Yeah, it does <laughs> suck up a little bit of time. You know, grab me. a quick nine hours and go out. Yeah, I'll be go- I'll pick you up in nine hours. Happy birthday, Jeff. He's a good man. Uh, by the way, here. Uh, okay, here's the here's the radio All right, thing. Okay, All right. uh, this, is, this is where that came from. Apparently, <laughs> the Preston and Steve show. I have a power washer. Yes, right? I've had it for twenty years, probably. Oh yeah, yeah. and it finally gave. The engine seized up on Okay. Me. Probably should have changed your oil. But anyway, <laughs> Radiohead has announced that the band will be streaming live shows on its official YouTube channel during the weeks ahead. Ooh. Radiohead just dropped a video of how to repair a power washer. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no way. It just worked out. As <laughs> a band? As a band, yeah. And we'll be releasing... Tom, Tom York, if you have issues with your power washer, <laughs> then the next half hour is going to really benefit you. Okay, so that's wow. that's your that's good, How about that person for having that call back? Well done, Texter. Yes. I appreciate it. Bal Jovi, the story of a young man who overcomes a terrible Tom York pressure washer accident <laughs> with the help of a therapist to become a rock star. Okay. All right. Um, let me see. I noticed some stuff in the news this morning I thought would be worth passing the along. The come on the sunny day to call out the noticer. Yes. So he can notice things for you. He won't put on his mask now because he's wearing his glasses and it just doesn't work. Uh, I did last time. and it, well, I, it, You know what? I'm going to try something different. Casey, right, can you, you grab my mask? Ma- right. the glasses? No, I'm going to put it. Not only am I going to put it over my glasses. All right. I'm going to put it over my headphones, too. All right. And we'll see how that Let's goes. See how this works. It does work. Well, it's a little loose. Yeah. <laughs> I need new elastic on my mask. It's it's all stretched out, so we'll have to we'll have to do some repair work. So. Drunk I'm the nerdicer. <laughs> uh the nation has a new bed bug capital. Oh, no. oh gross. Uh, okay, what what was the former if I it was Washington DC. All right. And it is no longer the capital. Uh it beat out Baltimore eventually to climb to number one. I mean they're right next to each other, so that's no big surprise. But the new bed bug king is Chicago. All right. The bed bug king of bed Chicago. Bed bug king yeah. of Chicago. Uh, Abe Froman. <laughs> yep, that's him. When they say this, Preston, is it, is it uh, primarily related? Is Stallone here? No, I think that was Chicago. Chicago! Oh, okay. Chicago! All right. Is it, um, uh, does, do they mean hotels or is it uh, I assume they do. Unfortunately, I assume they do. on this particular list, I did not get the information. It's okay. from Orkin. If you want to look up their list for 2021, it'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to bet. I mean, because yeah. usually that's where they're, they're talking about. I would think so. Uh, so a friend of mine just recently had bed bugs and had to, it came through, uh, it came from the neighbors in her apartment <sighs> building. And like, I guess they just came through yeah. the walls. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and so she had to move out for a few months while they. It took a few months to eradicate oh, yeah. in the building. So yeah. that that's, listen, I, the, the concept of a, like Marissa lives in a, in a, in a lovely building and, and things are run well, but you but. are sort of subject <laughs> yeah. to what. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Other people are doing. Yeah, yeah I mean, it can happen in nice hotels. Yeah. It can happen in right. crummy hotels, nice apartment buildings. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's just, you're right, Steve. It's it's like lice, you know? Yeah. If one person gets them, they can just spread around the entire building. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you find out any information on this study? Uh, no, it's okay. just by city. It does not say whether it's private or um, uh, private. Says, hold on, it says the ranking includes both residential and commercial treatments. There we go. There we go. All right. So, uh, yeah, Chicago is number one. After that is uh, Baltimore. Philadelphia. It was a contender a couple of years ago. We had we were we had a there, bad yeah. issue. Yeah, yeah. It's we're not in the top ten. Yay! Uh, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> let's see. You have uh, number Detroit. I think DC is number three. 
Uh, Detroit is fourth, followed by Columbus, Ohio, and Cleveland, which are tied for fifth. Then you have Indianapolis, Cincinnati, Los Angeles, Grand Rapids, Michigan to round out the top ten. Philadelphia is number 14 <laughs> on the list. So, you know, we're I'll in tell the you top this. 20. I would hazard a guess that it's overall, do you think the bed bug situation would have diminished? Because of like yeah. I know hotel attendance is down sixty percent. Yeah, um, I would think so. Right? Yeah, because I mean, you're not porting them around. Yeah, it would stand to reason if we're if we're not moving around right. as much, dragging them from place to place. I, you know, but uh, I'm, what do I know? You're not a bed bug I'm man. Not a bed bug guy. Uh, so happy to I'm hear a that, bed bug man that we're not in the top five. Oh, by the way. <laughs> So, so you just did Nick Nolte? Yeah, yeah. I started watching The Mandalorian yesterday. What'd you think? So, so I, I, I didn't pick up on his voice right, right away. Right, right, yeah. But later on, I'm like, that's Nick Nolte. Yeah. And he yeah. was great. He was great. He was great. And I love that character. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let me see. I did notice some other things. And... We around here have noticed how cold it has gotten, but there is a polar vortex... That is going to hit on Monday, and every single state in the Union, including Hawaii, will experience below freezing temperatures. Every state. Next Monday, yeah. Uh, There will be plumes of Arctic air being sent down into the U.S. The vortex is composed of strong winds that usually circulate in the Arctic and do not reach areas further to the south. Uh, However, the winds have now weakened, allowing frigid air to spill out of the polar region uh, down into North America. So for a while, we assume that this is going to be like in the overnight or perhaps is it specific locations? It's not going to be a Wahoo at midday is going to be sub. No, I would I would guess, you know, listen, there's there's believe it or not, there's always uh, some freezing temperatures. uh, I don't know about always. Yeah. uh, At the top of the, the volcano Haleakala, it's. It gets below freezing there. There you go. Yeah, very, is that very... what they're counting in? Or are they saying areas that are that are not subject to usually this kind of temperature? Will they be didn't state, which leads me to believe that it's the, right. the mountainous Maybe uh, portions of, uh, of Hawaii that, that actually have snow on them, believe it or not. It is an expansive vortex, though. If you look at the, the projected coverage zone, I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty amazing. The fact that it's hitting everywhere is is a big deal. Well, I mean, no, it's getting down, left out. Down into Florida and, you know, Mississippi and, and Louisiana and all those places. Do you see what it's going to do to Florida? It's going to cause those iguanas to fall out of the trees again. <gasps> That's right. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That happens uh, uh, more frequently these days yeah. when they start. Because they, they're an invasive species and they're they're uh, they're expanding uh, their presence in Florida. Right. And when they get cold, they become very, very lethargic. Yep. Oh, there's uh, one. And they're, yeah, and, and they will literally, they can cause car accidents. Yeah. They can injure people. Dude, last is that look, look at all the crap like with the snakes and the lizards and all the stuff Man. that's going on down there. We were in the Keys one year and uh, we're, we're sitting outside at our hotel and we're eating lunch and an iguana jumped up in one of my kids' laps. <laughs> they're huge, they're, yeah, they're big, and and so they become desensitized to people yeah. and they're just scavenging for food and Did they were trying freak? to eat our lunch. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. you know, I mean, because uh, th- we had seen them around. Yeah. They were walking around, so it wasn't like we were terrified of them or anything <laughs> like that. But this thing yeah. had balls, man, to wow. get up in the lap. Well, they're, they're one of those pets where people keep them for too long, too, and they'll so they'll get really big. They just keep growing. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter the size of the cage. And then eventually they can get pretty ornery. You know, they'll whip their tails around. They can sure. get aggressive, and wow. uh, they can cause damage. Okay. Um, so uh, this, this reminds me, you know, like, have you ever been in a place that's n- notoriously 
known for their, or not notoriously, but better known for their warmer temperatures, and you are like, you know, amazed at how cold it is. Oh, yeah. San Francisco is one of those places. Oh, yeah. California in uh, general. Yes. And, yeah. and I can't help but think when we were down in a clear water. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God! And we were freezing. We were freezing. Well, when I went to Miami, it was like thirty degrees that morning when we went out there. It was spring training. Yeah, thinking we were going to be all warm and. (laughs) No, I had stuff. I definitely brought my uh, because I had learned my lesson in Miami. I went there. I didn't even look at the temperature. I I, I didn't look ahead. I was like, well, I'm just going to Southern Florida. And I went there. (laughs) I had nothing. I had a shorts and a T-shirt and a bathing suit. I was really only there for one day. but Well, that Clearwater trip was my lesson learning trip. (laughs) I was freezing my ass off, man. Uh, So, yes, that can happen. So the entire country is going to be hit with, uh, with below freezing temperatures. Um, and in fact, the Midwest is really going to get nailed overnight. They're going to plunge as low as negative 25 degrees. Jesus. So that's on Monday. So heads up on that. Uh, we'll continue noticing, uh, with some more weather type of, uh, activity, uh, the nor'easter that hit here, uh, brought along with it an interesting little perk and the ghost tracks in Cape May surfaced again. Uh, abandoned century-old oh. railroad tracks on and, the beach in Cape May. Yeah, right off the ocean, right off the yeah. shore, yeah. Yeah, so they were visible during shifting tides in the hours before the storm arrived. This is cool. I yeah. find this little piece of history. Yeah, me too. Sometimes when you have, you know, obviously very austere weather, stuff will get revealed. And this uh, is one of those cases. Images of the... <laughs> See, those are the ghost tracks. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> those ghost tracks are scary. Images of the rails were posted uh, this past Sunday on the Sunset Beach Facebook page. Uh, The tracks were spotted for the first time in nearly 80 years back in November 2014. Uh, They were used in the early to mid-1900s to support sand mining and munitions testing during World War I. Uh, They've emerged from beneath uh, the shoreline several times since then, most frequently when there's a nor'easter. And back-to-back storms in March 2018 uncovered the transportation artifact, and they also emerged in the summer of 2017. They're most likely to be seen during low tide. Uh, The rusted weather and water-worn tracks on a remote stretch of shoreline were used by the Cape May Sand Company, which from 1905 to 1936 removed sand from the beach or dredged it from the ocean and then pulverized it to make glass or cement. And then there's another set of tracks a couple of miles north uh, that were used by Bethlehem Steel Corporation, which used the beach to detonate ordinances mm. and fire shells into the sand dunes. That must have uh, really disrupted mm. bathers. <laughs> it must have. Uh, so the tracks uh, in their original setting, and, and obviously beaches deteriorate and so on and so forth, how close were the tracks to, at that point, the surf line? It's a good question because they were. it says they were dredging at that time, so... They probably weren't as close. Well, now they're underwater, right? So, yeah. so the beach must have been much much bigger. further out because they dredged to make it smaller, right? The the, the... no the beach no, they larger. dredged to make the beach bigger. In really? Fact, yeah, oh, they, yeah. They, and I feel like they've <clears throat> given up dredging for um, North Wildwood because they just dredge and dredge and dredge, and then the beach gets eroded well, away. It and... happens in it happens in all the short towns, but some of them get so tiny. There was a point where uh, Sea Isle was so small that like you you couldn't go to the, the beach, beach because it okay. was so crowded huh. um and now it lo- it looks similar to wildwood how long that lasts i don't know but they dredge uh every couple of years so. yeah and the, the beaches themselves are constantly moving and shifting and, and yeah. like it's just it, it's inevitable it's going to move inevitable um, inevitable but um it, it like uh i think the north end of avalon 
the the highest road um, is or, or I'm sorry, the lowest road is like 10th Street or 11th Street because the first 10 blocks washed away years and years ago. Huh. I find uh, Cape May's history really fascinating. And uh, there's a lot of World War Two and World War One history, especially in and around uh, Cape May Point. There's um, that bunker right off the beach, which is uh, um, they used it to like look out for German submarines. The Archie bunker. No, no, no. Like a World no, War Two bunker. Yeah. 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 No, no they had one of those bunkers. There. And then there's also a, uh, a tower that you can go up and you know they use that for lookout and you know i don't think i knew before touring those places that german submarines german u-boats constantly were trying to attack us constantly right off, off the, the shore right off the coast yes, of new jersey you don't think about that well that's no. that war that happened over there no like in fire island and, and uh, yeah. along the coast of long island they were they were coming up within you know within a mile a mile and a half amazing stuff yeah, yeah. um but those train tracks there's also other train tracks that are kind of uh, they run parallel to route 9 Preston, and you can actually, um, like, it's uh, like you can get on a cart and pedal it now. Oh, like, I remember you telling me about that. What? Yeah. So yeah, it's so not they... the it's not the pumping one like you see in the old. Oh, old-time it's so movies. cool though. But, so what is it? You can pedal it. Yeah, you you sit down mm-hmm. and and you pedal the cart and and you ride the train. Uh, really, the, the train tracks. Yeah. Huh. I used to love those at, at amusement parks when they had those things. Yeah, there's just it's. Not a lot to look at, you know. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not a like, very scenic area. No, it's just you know. Well, there's a you know. Overgrown... Hey, I'm taking a piss. <laughs> yeah, <it's>... <laughs> some <laughs> overgrown <laughs> brush, and you know. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it would be. A, I think it'd be a lot cooler if it was m- more scenic. But okay, okay. okay. All right, yeah. still kind of a cool experience. No, absolutely, it sounds cool. All right, uh, I, I noticed this other thing uh, from a story that uh, Steve sent me. The noticer, um, uh, assistant. N- the assistant, thank you. Uh, <laughs> For more than uh, for more than fifteen hundred years, Catholics have made pilgrimage to Rome's uh, Santi Apostoli Church to venerate two apostles, Saint Philip and Saint James the Younger. Uh, Saint James the Younger, who is said to have been Jesus's brother, they called him Jeebus as a yeah, joke yeah, yeah. back then. But uh, Bones believed his full name was actually Danny. Danny. Danny Christ. Danny Christ. <laughs> Uh, bones believed to belong to belong to the martyred saints are enshrined at the basilica, and each encasing bears the name of the saint. Uh, but now archaeologists say skeletal fragments enshrined at the church are too recent to have come from the time of Jesus Christ. Now, I was aware of this that they had this, and this was a, a big thing for them. So, um, I, I but I guess this is the first time they've ever been carbon dated. Yeah, so they used radiocarbon dating, and a team of researchers from uh, the Netherlands, Denmark, Italy, and the UK determined a femur purportedly belonging to Saint James actually belongs to Jimmy Hoffa. No, uh, dates between two uh, two fourteen and three forty A.D. Nah. So Saint James or James the Less. That would kind of suck. James the Less? Less. Yeah, I'm I'm only four inches. purported to have been stoned to death or crucified in the Egyptian city of Ostrakine in about 60 A.D., making the femur too new to have belonged to the saint. Huh. It's not clear where the bones came from or who moved them, uh, but they have been housed in Santi Apostoli since it was constructed in the 6th century. It's pretty amazing. That would make the bones some 160 years too recent uh, to belong to the apostle. Uh, unfortunately, a tibia and a foot bone supposedly belonging to St. Philip were too contaminated to be dated, so they didn't get to uh, test those. Now, one of those foot bones is connected to the ankle, ankle bone. bone. Yeah, that's the one. You know that one. Uh, the fate of Philip is not entirely known, though it is largely agreed upon that he died in 80 A.D., possibly in Turkey. Some accounts say that he was uh, crucified upside down. 
Others maintain he was beheaded, stoned to death, or even died of natural causes. Or uh, one of the legends has him dying in a pillow fight. Uh, conjecture about Jesus having a biological brother named James comes from a variety of sources, though the relationship is not officially recognized that would be by the Catholic Church. Sucks so bad if you were the brother of Jesus. Yeah. I do good things, too. Jesus is younger brother. Oh, you're wonderful. Jesus, what's going on? There was a, was a Stephen, um, oh, the singer, the, the comedian singer. Uh, oh, Stephen uh, Lynch. Lynch. Stephen Lynch, yeah. Oh. Had, uh, uh, Craig Christ. Craig Christ song. Oh, that's yeah. right. It was yeah. very funny. Yeah, he was like uh, just the anti-Jesus and sold pot. and <laughs> yeah, it's, a whole, it's, a, it's a very funny song. Uh, the New Testament refers to various apostles, including James, Judas, Joseph, Joses. I like the Kardashians. It's totally. Yeah, yeah. And Simon. There we go, yeah. That's the... <laughs> we don't talk about him. Now, um, I'm part of your family, too, right? Yes, you are, Simon. As brothers of Jesus and uh, mentions unnamed sisters Wait, as well. How many How many siblings? Well, here's the deal. Catholic leaders have held the use of brother or sister, especially in the original Greek, refers to a close confidant, so they're not sure if he had blood relatives or not. Some scholars have argued that uh, they could have been half-siblings from a previous oh. marriage of... Mary's or Joseph's or even nieces and nephews on either side. So nobody, I know that there was one time those. when all the siblings got together and they built a house of cards to determine who would get all oh, the yeah. gift uh, coupons. Okay, right? yeah. Uh, I think that's in the... That's in, the, that's in late the, in the New Testament. Yeah, but yeah it is in the there book somewhere. The Book of Bunch. The Book of Bunch. I love it. All right, uh, let's see. I got a couple other things that I did oh. notice this morning. <laughs> from the noticer. Yeah, hang on here. Oh, we're going to... Is that my new... Jesus. Hey, what happened? Uh, no, I, no, I lost the page altogether. Did you hit a button as I was hitting a button? I did not. No, not you. Uh, no, I did not hit a button as you were hitting a button. Okay. The only uh, buttons I hit were on the, the console here. Okay, that was weird. I like that Eugene came out of nowhere, though. That's very cool. Uh, yeah, okay. You know, he was Rat Boy. He, he was. He was. All right, uh, let's see. Let's stay with some ancient stuff here, okay? I love so, ancient things because they're so old. We were talking about Jesus. Archaeologists have found a 2,000-year-old mummy with a gold tongue. Holy a, hell. An ancient Egyptian site. Was called, the tongue made of gold or just the ladies call him gold tongue? Uh, called Tepesiris Magna. That's where they found him. Um, you got to see a picture of it. It's wild because you see the, the mummy's head yeah. and just this gold tongue sticking wow. in the middle of it. It's pretty wild. Um, so. Nah. Embalmers uh, perhaps placed the golden tongue on the mummy to ensure that the deceased would be able to speak in the afterlife. Wow. If the golden-tongued mummy encountered Osiris, the god of the underworld, in the afterlife, they would have needed to be able to speak to the god, the statement said. It isn't clear if the mummy had a speech impediment uh, when they were alive. It's also not clear why the tongue was made out of gold specifically. Mr. Gold Tongue! Uh, the archaeologist discovered the mummy in one of 16 burials at uh, Teposiris Magna, which has temples dedicated to Osiris and Isis, a goddess who was both the wife and sister of Osiris. Yeah, and they got freaky sister. back then. Uh, I'll tell you this. Um, I would love to, at some point, in case I know you're of this mind as well, visit some of these legendary sites where mummification took place or the, the Giza or, or you know. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, there's just such an amazingly rich amount of stuff that went on. And, and, and it's, to have all this history sitting there that, you know, 
I mean, it, it, there's just a wealth of stuff we don't know and are still discovering. Kathy, did you go to Pompeii? Were you there? I was there, yes. And and did you see the um, uh, the leftovers of the, the eruption and all that stuff? Yep. Oh, yeah, I saw all of that. However, when I went, it had changed a little bit. Apparently, it was you could see uh, more of the actual bodies and, like, the indentations and all of that. When I went, everything was behind... Um, Almost like uh, chain, like bars, you know, metal yeah. bars. Like, yeah. so it was set back, I guess, so people can't touch it and things like that. So it was amazing, but apparently, prior to me going, it was like even more even amazing. Better. You could, you could yeah. get in a little you, more up close. Yeah, you could get, and you could get more of an idea. Like I saw, we saw like one body, you know, as opposed to it used to be. I think oh, all over the place. Because I remember seeing, you know, they had p- pictures of of people walking around, and you were able to see, yeah, you know, well, because so, they, they were basically the pirate classic flow. Of uh, Mount Vesuvius, um, right? Yeah. Uh, um, yes. I- incinerated them instantly. Yeah. So you you could still walk through the ruins. I mean, like we did all of that. Okay. That was great. Down, down all, the actual streets, Down the yes? streets and all that. But wow. the, the things that were found um, were kind of put behind these bars. They what? had a question as to the one body they found holding the TV remote. Uh, <laughs> what's the most ancient thing you've seen in person? I went to some Betty uh, White, <laughs> no, Roman, um, Roman ruins in in Europe. I mean, that's pretty cool. You know, it's stuff literally from from the the year zero and, and prior. And yeah. you know, when you when you're talking when you, about a man made structure, yeah, or, yeah. or in, anything. Right. You know, I mean, like I, I not went counting to a Viking village in okay. in Sweden, right, yeah. and and they you know they had you know some of the old artifacts, some of the rune stones were still there, and they're ancient. You know, well, so uh, it, it wasn't in its actual well outside of a museum. You're saying. Yeah yeah, 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 in, in yeah. person, like like right. you, you've been to Stonehenge, right? yes. Uh-huh. So yeah. you know that, that would that, be that would one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It okay. is fascinating when you see places like that, or even just a, a regular house in uh, some place in Europe that's five hundred years old. Oh yeah, yeah, you're just driving by, like yeah. like you know the the, the 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 service station on the corner is right. made out of it. You know, Dude. a two thousand year old when when we castle. went to London for the Eagles game, that pub we went to. Yes. Was it was outrageous? How old it was? We went down in that basement. Yeah. You know how oh, the, narrow it was to get down in there. Was it a the wine? cave? No, I don't think no. he came with us. It, it was uh, Preston and Casey maybe. came, and my, and my girlfriend and uh, Rochelle was there as well. I think maybe Marissa came, but anyway, it was um, it was just some place that I had read about, and we went, and yeah, it was, what, a thousand years old? It was like the oldest, you know, it, 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 a continuously yeah. Yeah. operating yeah. Right. liquor facility in England. I felt and like we were walking down Diagon Alley to get there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was like yeah. this tiny yeah. little alley, and yeah. it's, it's like so cool. Times. Yeah, it was pretty so cool. awesome. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, uh, yes, they found this mummy with a gold tongue, uh, which is pretty well. Previously, archaeologists found a hoard of coins decorated the face of Cleopatra the seventh, suggesting the that the temples where they found this body were, were in use during the queen's reign. Uh, Man. So, yeah, pretty interesting. I love that stuff. All right, um, let me notice one more thing, and then we're gonna have to take a break. One more for the noticer, and then yeah. we're gonna give away money. How about this? Uh, let's see. Gamers hunting for a PlayStation 5 might have to wait even longer than they expected. Uh, yesterday, Sony said that it's struggling to meet demands as it deals with a shortage of uh, computer chips. Uh, they note that they have to compete with other companies for the semiconductors used to make the PS5 amid a shortage for them. Uh, still, the brand says it is on track to meet its goal of selling more than 7.6 million PS5s by the end of March. I always think of this as a bit of a manipulation that yeah. they hold they hold back inventory to create the buzz. 
and that's part of the deal. This year might be the exception. I mean, yeah. because I'm I'm getting a, a car, and um, I I bought it um, from PlayStation two months ago, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not going to get it until April. Oh, really? And because of COVID and production okay. shutting down, so things being produced and made right. have had to be set back because you know the the um, workers in in some places, uh, you know, they're, they've either shortened. Uh, Brought the numbers down, or they've just shut down production altogether. And access so. to the materials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been shopping around for uh, an endless pool. Because uh, your mama told you. Because my mama shop. told me. And, uh, and so I, I haven't purchased one yet, but I just got an email yesterday saying, essentially, if I, if I buy one right now, right. I will not get it until January. Really? Yeah, so yes. Really? Yeah. There, there's, demand has gone up for some things because people are kind of doing some, I, I think, uh, retail therapy and buying stuff. Yes, yeah. Uh, the ones who, who aren't affected monetarily. Right, right, right. And then you have the production issue to compound that a little bit. So you know? I think about the, the timing. We just happened to get, you know, our, our pool and our setup outside about two years ago, completed, did everything at once. The yeah. plan, the, the original plan was to go long term because, you know, the, the, it takes a while to get that done. I'm so glad we did because now there's so much you cannot do, yeah. get. Or, or even know. if you can. Yeah, you're lucky. Th- yeah, the delay is crazy. So, yep. All right. Uh, anyhow, just notice those things. Thought I'd pass them along to you. Notice your scores another one. I also noticed that uh, Casey brought. I you were done noticing. Well, I am, but but this is not officially noticing. But uh, <laughs> not but officially. I, well, right behind Casey is a box of pancake. Oh, mix. yeah. So we're gonna. Uh, Are we what, gonna do it? How long does it take to make the giant pancake? Well, so you got to mix it, and then once you put it in there, probably if. I will have mixing to, takes two minutes. I will have to pre-mix and then put it into the rice cooker as soon as the break starts. Maybe the pancake will be ready by like the end of the break. The, by the end of the break. So, so okay. oh, by the end of the break. Yeah, Can, it took a. So that was the only issue I really had was that it, it it took a little bit longer than I had anticipated. I thought it was going to be like ten minutes. Well, if we started at the, at the beginning of next break, yeah. yeah. Here's the uh, other well, we, issue. By the end of it, right? What? I just realized that I forgot to bring one ingredient. What? I need to get milk. Okay. Uh, milk. Does Cho's have it? Are they open? Cho's doesn't open till nine. Mm. Um, uh, there's a dairy on the could, third floor. Is maybe, there? Well, maybe Connor can make a run to Wawa real Yeah, quick. yeah, I think we can do that. Have fun parking in the most <laughs> interesting parking lot in the world. There's an Acme over here. Uh, there's an Acme. There's a the, Wawa. Uh, uh, Wawa. Uh, yeah. Sunoco A plus or whatever. Problem it is. solved. Actually, place. Problem yeah. solved. All right, so we have that, and then we have the Amazon pants that we're going to try out at uh, some point that Kathy brought and see who who wore it best. <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. I think uh, we're all going to wear it best. Um, and we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, your shot at $500, your first shot for no sad dough. And also, we're going to talk to Steven Singer and do the Bizarre File. We have a few things uh, coming up as well. In fact, let's give you something right now because uh, Kavanaugh's, Cavs to Go, which yeah. is Kavanaugh's, uh, uh, has brought by some goodies for us, and they have uh, some $25 vouchers. They're awesome. Uh, for takeout orders at Cavs 2 go by the way, the number two, Cavs2Go.com. Um, so it's the newest endeavor by Kavanaugh's Restaurant Family, providing contactless safe delivery from Old City to University City, uh, Center City to Temple. Caller number 12. I'll give you a $25 voucher. 215-263-WMMR. We'll be right back. The big game, a football day filled with chicken wings, spinach dip, and those little cocktail weenies. But here at MMR, we've got a very different treat in mind. The new Foo Fighters album, Madison at Midnight, arrives this Friday. 
And to celebrate, MMR is having a Foo Per Bowl weekend. Okay. What? Someone was using Grohl Bowl. We'll be playing a slew of Foo. New album tracks, deep cuts, the hits, interview clips, and more. Plus, plenty of chances to win the new LP. And... Tune in Sunday at 6 p.m. and enjoy MMR's halftime show. Foo Fighters, live in concert. You guys want another song? It's a Foo Purple Weekend from the station that can admit and also came up with Foo Brewery. 93.3 WMMR. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Stay close, because after the B-File, we have a special guest who's got something yeah. you can win. All right, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. A man is in custody after he led police on a chase when he failed to stop his U-Haul truck on Highway 53 in Colorado. What do you have it up to, 55 miles an hour? Mm -hmm. Uh, Almost struck a police officer, and Colorado State Police chased 63-year-old Stuart Kelly on Highway 52. And I'll tell you why this is interesting in just a moment. Uh, They deployed stop sticks to try and end the pursuit, but Kelly continued to drive the U-Haul. Even after hitting the sticks, several deputies then set up additional stop sticks in the area. During the chase, the U-Haul truck made an abrupt right-hand turn onto County Road 4 and continued driving for about a mile. The truck then made an abrupt left turn, leaving the roadway, and drew, drove through an old farmstead house. And by through, I mean Straight all through? the way through. Oh, oh, my God. The other side, everything. So the truck was able to drive through the house <laughs> and continued into the field for a stretch. Was it the classic thing of the dude sitting in the recliner with the paper up and then he lowers it? <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you see something? Uh, once the truck came to a stop, police took Kelly into custody. Wow. He was ultimately transported uh, by ambulance to the uh, Colorado Plains Medical Center for injuries sustained in the crash. Did you see any pictures of the uh, the house? They, they both, I did. Yeah. yeah. Completely uh, straight through. Yep. Uh, he is uh, facing criminal charges for assault, looting, DUI, habitual traffic offender, and possible additional charges. Wow. A political argument led a chemistry professor to point a gun at customers at a bar in Indiana. Donald E. Lynn of Fort Wayne is charged with felony pointing a firearm at another after an incident at Dickey's. Lynn arrived at Dickey's, sat down to the end of the bar. Lynn started talking about politics with other patrons, and the conversation became more heated and began to involve others sitting at the bar. Bartender and the bar's manager told Lynn to stop discussing politics multiple times, but the conversation carried on. Eventually, Lynn was told to pay his tab and leave. He refused to do that. At one point, Lynn got up from his bar stool and began, quote, dancing around at the end of the bar. I'm going to make my political point here. (laughs) (laughs) He then took out of his wallet and tossed a Donald Trump $100 bill at the bartender. Uh, Lynn and the bartender then began to argue, and he argued with another patron, and a man got up from the far end of the bar and approached Lynn. At that point, Lynn stepped back, pulled out a black handgun from a holster on his hip, and pointed it at the man. Lynn then backed out of the restaurant as patrons ducked for cover. Uh, he was charged in court last week. He waived an initial hearing and pled not guilty in the case, and he's requested a jury trial. He was placed on administrative leave by Purdue Fort Wayne while the outcome of the charges against him are pending. 
I love this story. The marquee sign at a shuttered movie theater was altered over the weekend with the perpetrator taking aim at the landlord. This is great. So the sign, the big marquee out front, says, Death by Speculation, starring Limp D. Landlord. <laughs> Which appears to have gone up in the past 24 hours. <laughs> it looks so good. The vacant cinema closed in January 2015 after its operator, Rudy uh, Prajad, was unable to renew the lease. The landlord, a guy named John Siafone, uh, who bought the property at the end of 2012, decided that he wanted to develop the property. Siafone, who still owns the building, was subject to heavy criticism <laughs> at the time uh, since the theater had been located at the site for more than 40 years. There's some pictures up in the studio. Doesn't that look great? It's awesome. Even with times listed, too. Uh, Prashad, who had operated the theater for nine years and fought to keep the theater open, broke into laughter on Sunday when he saw the photo of the altered signage. He said, I love it. He said, I'm saving it to my phone and I'm using it as a screensaver. I want to shake his hand, he said to the perpetrator. I want to take him out to dinner. Uh, but Siafone did not find it amusing himself and found the episode to be, quote, mind-boggling. He said, I think it was inappropriate and insensitive. He added that uh, <laughs> he has video of the perpetrators and has reported it to the district attorney's office. He said, I take this seriously and I'm going to prosecute. I view this as a threat and don't understand who would be sick enough to do Calm this. Calm down. Yeah, what Lim- I would do Lim- D is not a threat. No, no. What I would do is quickly produce that movie on my iPhone yeah. and have it ready and have it run at those times that are up on the uh, marquee. Uh, the closure of Prajad's theater was controversial. Residents put uh, together a petition and held a rally outside the theater in support, uh, but they <laughs> couldn't make it happen. So somebody <laughs> went up there and got a little street justice. <laughs> Amid Monday's significant snowstorm, a truck carrying two occupants fell into the water at Cummings Park in Stamford, Connecticut. The driver was doing donuts in the fresh snow. Hey, we know that. In the parking lot. Something I get to do. Of the harbor, and then the truck went into the harbor. Something I get to do. The, uh, the female driver was able to extract herself through the small window by the cab of the truck and was pulled to safety by fire crews. The male passenger, though, this is scary, was too big to fit through the hole. Oh, boy. And needed assistance to get out of the submerged vehicle. He ended up being completely submerged for about 15 seconds before popping up out of the water. Could have died. Yeah, yeah. Very, very easily. Uh, both occupants are recovering. Uh, drivers were called to the scene. Uh, one diver was uh, still in the water uh, later that day, assisting the tow company remove it. A uh, 30 <laughs> Stop it! Can you do the whoop 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 thing again? <laughs> you know, Mariah Carey gets a lot of credit for having a, a wide range. Yes. Oh, you have a four octave range. I, I, I and cover then, so. uh, quite a range. I'm going to give you an extra octave. And that clap, and that clap, and that clip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're up there. It starts high and then it goes pretty low. Yeah. You an idiot. <laughs> 37 A 37-year-old female has been charged with reckless operation. I, I'm amazed you can do donuts in a truck. Uh, and that is what we have in Well, the, you end up in the harbor. With yeah. the you can, but you yeah. end up submerged in the harbor and almost die. That's the bizarre file. All right, we have a guest on the line uh, because it's the season. Can I have some love music, please? Oh, yeah. It's the season of love. season of love. It's uh, Valentine's Day, obviously. And when you think of love, 
Yes. Who do you think of, Preston? You think it's Steven Singer, Jewelers, yeah. and the man, the myth, the legend, and we've got something special. Please welcome Steven Singer yeah. to our show. Good morning, guys. This morning. Hey, Sounds Steven. Like we're uh, making a porn here between uh, Nick Sound and the music <laughs> in the background. It's, we can do that if you no. always wanted to star in a We porn will put movie. your ass in a porn quicker than you can say porn. <laughs> yeah. Movie <laughs> Lost all that weight. You look hot, man. Um, well, number one, how you doing, Stephen? I'm doing great, and I'm just the only thing I'm upset about is Buddy and I, Buddy the dog, yeah, the Buddy the jeweler. We would love to be in your studio, all oh. tricked out and having fun with you guys. He loves to see the girls, and we're doing it remotely because of the stupid virus. But next year, yes, absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll have Buddy in here and you, and and you're you're. you're you're doing great guns. You had a whole bunch of stuff that you dealt with on the medical side, but you're, I, I talked to you a while ago, and you're you're doing really well. So, and again, We're honestly, here. you've got to be invigorated because this is your time of year. Yeah, baby, this is it. Valentine's Day is here. People are in love, and there's no better time to say I love you and. And I'm lucky to have you in my life because I think everybody now is reflective and looking back over this past crazy year that we've had. And yeah. the next several months, we're going to be fighting this nutty stuff. And could I just take one quick second sure. to thank you guys and tell you about something really important? Sure. First of all, you guys are very philanthropic. You do the blood drive. You do the camp out for hunger. You do a lot of community and charity-minded things. And your audience is always responds, and uh, I'm amazed you know, about the about the, the response you get from your guys. But what we've done, and we sort of did it completely by accident, and it's really taken on a life of its own, but every time anybody buys a rose or anything, any piece of jewelry or anything, whether it's Valentine's Day or an engagement ring or, like, you know, whatever, we take part of that money, and we go to a local restaurant, and we buy food, and we feed an entire hospital. So we've done all the hospitals around here. We've done, you know, Cooper yeah. and Penn Medicine and University of Pennsylvania and Thomas Jefferson Temple, CHOP. Um, and we're doing them all over the country. We've done it in L.A. We've done it in Indianapolis, Detroit, Chicago. So anybody that's listening, if you work at a hospital or you're a President Steve fan or a friend or whatever, um, Give us, send us the thing, and we're going to do the best we can. We want to get into every single city. Um, so we've done it for Mother's Day, Father's Day, uh, Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's Day, Thanksgiving, and, and then just random days. But we make sure we do the whole, all these frontline heroes, the doctors, the nurses, the techs, everybody that works in the hospital, we wanted to give them an extra hug and a thank you. And these restaurants are dying, so it's a it's a four-way home run. You get a great gift for your loved one, your your sweetheart, your wife, your girlfriend, your daughter, whoever, you get um, to support a local restaurants that really need the business, they're struggling. You get to thank and feed the frontline heroes and um, you know and, and then you get a great gift. It costs you absolutely nothing. Whatever you would normally get, we take it all off our end. So we've done thousands of these and the response and the reply I I mean the letters you would you would cry if you saw some of the letters. No, I'm sure I'm sure they're amazing. And the fact that you make it so easy that the purchase actually gets the donation yeah, going. You don't have to do a damn yeah. thing. All you do is you, anything you do it, we take it and right. and it's been Unbelievable. I mean, just the Very response nice. is unbelievable. And it's and uh, as you know, as you mentioned, I had a little problems. We've all had different problems, and all. So it really makes you, you know, respect what's going on, and makes you feel. And my staff and I. We are over the moon. We're so delighted to do this. It's been, like I said, we were only going to do it a couple of times, but it took on this life of its own. So every week we have these meal donations going out to these frontline uh, heroes. 
and it's just been one of the nicest things I've been involved. Well, you with, you've been doing it. You guys do it. Yeah. Well, and likewise, you've been doing it since the beginning. You started this way back and uh, have been doing this. So this is this is a great thing. And uh, honestly, outside of the uh, the generosity, which is a wonderful thing. You know, we, we, we talk about the roses. The ro- uh, You know that every year, you know, both Preston and I, we, we have to get the roses. We've started the bouquets. Did I know. You-, you got to always get two because <laughs> it's your anniversary and Valentine's That's right? right. Did you ever think, honestly, at the beginning of all this, that the roses would have the kind of life that they have had? Well, 40 years ago when we started this, and I told you the story before, you know, we had a couple dozen of them. We sold like three the first year, and they were on the shelf collecting dust, and people said, let's just give it away to charity or throw them out. We're never going to sell these things. Yeah. And now we have warehouses in St. Louis. We have it on the West Coast. We have it on the East Coast. I mean, giant, like 150,000-square-foot warehouses, and they're working 24-7 the whole month of uh, February, and it's just crazy, absolutely crazy. It's well, just the perennial. It's the perennial. Well, we're going to do yeah. something uh, to to highlight that yes. and uh, have some fun and a chance to to win something uh, with an event we are calling the Quarantine Cupid. Yes, yes. and it's something that you, the listener, can get involved with. You want to explain how this is going to work, Stephen, or do you want me to roll it out? Well, why don't you roll it out, and okay. um, I will support whatever. <laughs> Nonsense we come up with, I'm going to support (laughs) This is easy. So what we're going to do is we have a chance for you to win a visit for your significant other from our own Quarantine Cupid live during the show on Friday. So how this works out is uh, you click on contest at WMMR.com. You enter to win. Four winners will be selected on Wednesday, next Wednesday. And we will send... The actual Cupid. We have a human being who yes. is transformed into Cupid uh, who is going to give a special delivery from Steven Singer just in time for Valentine's Day, a gold dip rose, and a star of love diamond necklace. Wow. For and our quarantine Cupid, in case you don't know, is absolutely hygienically and virally safe because he's wearing a hazmat suit. Oh, he's wearing a hazmat yeah, suit. Yeah. Perfect. So, uh, are we sending Nick in a little? No, program? hell no. no, 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 no. We got the real quarantine Cupid, as yes. told about in legend. Yes. Oh boy, yeah, this is going to be fantastic. <laughs> uh, and it's easy to do. And by the way, everyone else, you get to i dot com. Pick up a Valentine's Day gift now, okay? But if you want to be entered in this, click contest at wmmr dot com, and uh, we'll tell you. It'll, it'll tell you on there. Are they uh, telling us a few things about themselves? Yeah. Yeah, so we need to know your story. Sell it a little bit. Sell us the love. Yep, and uh, hopefully we'll send some love to you, our own quarantine Cupid in a hazmat suit. This is wonderful. Uh, And we're going to send them a blue twinkle twinkle, midnight blue with little sparkle rose that mimics the night sky. And we're going to send them a star of love diamond necklace. So you're going to have a wonderful, wonderful Valentine's Day with two great gifts. Um, courtesy of Preston and Steve. And Steven Singer, of course. And so. also the photo op with a, a, a bona fide jackass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's real easy to do. And uh, when's the deadline in this, Marissa? Do you know? Wednesday. Oh, well, so we're going to choose the winner on Wednesday. So do it before then. Yes. All right. And then we'll uh, we'll find out who our winners are. And we'll send Cupid out that morning. Or actually, the 12th Friday morning. And pluck at our heartstrings a little bit. Yes. Yeah, we That's need you to nice. sell it. 
Nice. You need Excellent. to do it, especially this, like I said, there's never been in a more important time than this year with everything that's going on to really to say I love you and, and you know, I'm just lucky to have you in my life, as I said, and it's important to recognize all those people around you. Well, we're lucky to have you in our lives. Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. thank you. You're that's act- so you're, nice. You're that's the best. so nice. But uh, listen, one of the great joys of my professional life has been together with you guys and your whole team in the morning show, and it's just been an absolute delight since you've come to WMMR and turned Philly upside down on his ear. You, you guys are the Johnny Carson of radio. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Steve. The radio. Good. You're the, you are the, you're the gold standard. You're the ones that know, and you're the ones. I, I always love the fact that like people, anywhere I go in the country, they talk about Preston and Steve, and they talk about how great you guys are. And they, it's you very kind. Or they listen to the podcast, and you're making your mark. And, and as I have a picture, it's like Buddha's, you know, I have a picture of Steve, and I say, thank God we have <laughs> Steve, because all of us would be unemployed if we didn't have Steve, because he's the one that, he's the glue that keeps everything together. He's so damn funny and so fast. And bald. And, and bald. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, but God bless him. But you guys are awesome. I'm, your fans are, are just Honestly, they're so so loyal and they're so fantastic. We love so them. Well, thank you so you much. You're in the car. You hear the car radio. You hear Preston and Steve playing. Which what more could you ask for? Thank That's you, it. sir. Well, free stuff from Steven Singer. I guess we love so. him. We love right, this. We you, love Steven Singer. Yay! Happy Valentine's Day in advance. So go to WMMR.com and click on contest and get on it. Oh it's my be nice. God, what? we got to take a break. Oh, we do. All right, we'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us, friend. Hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order now and receive free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order now and receive free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We have a restaurant visiting today. It is Cavanaugh's, but they have their Cavs to go uh, option for you. Contactless, safe delivery for all your fan favorites that they have just in time for the big game this weekend. So uh, I have a $25 voucher, which is great for uh, CavsToGo.com. This stuff is, I mean, this to me seems like a uh, a no-brainer here, Preston, especially what they brought here today. Oh, yum. If you're setting up, a, you know, at, at home, obviously, they're trying to stop you from having 1,500 people over to the house, which is wise. But if you're going to have a, a thing with the, the the family or a gathering. Yeah, if it's just your family, you go still for it. order some great food yeah. from uh, Cavs to go. Uh, so caller number 10 will give you a $25 uh, voucher for takeout, 215-263-WMMR. By the way, it is Cavs, the number two, go.com uh, to order. And I haven't gotten into the wings yet, but my God, they smell fantastic. Don't go anywhere near them. Uh, they were named uh, best, too good. best wings in Philly, by yeah. the way, according to uh, my little info sheet right here. It's excellent. Do, Kathy, do, do women like guys' butts? 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was curious about that. Yeah. I don't know what the, I, I, I'm not sure why women hole. would find, well, no, not bunghole. The actual but, I hole mean, where the, uh, well, I know what that is. Fecal matter comes no, out. But yeah, the, like guys can have a little, little a nice bubble butt. butt. A little, like a bubble butt going on. Yeah, sure. Okay. Because I have no ass. I have no butt. And, well. And my wife will tell me. I but, got some for you. Yeah. So you got these Amazon pants. <laughs> we were talking about this last week. And the, uh, the way the waistband is positioned and the way it comes down into the essentially the butt crack is kind of like this arrow that points down to the butt crack. It seems like, and I saw some pictures of of a gal wearing something else, and then these, and it looked like it it really gave her a a wonderful posterior. A wonderful butt. It almost looks like a um, like Booty a push up bra for your ass yeah. going the other way. Right, so, but it's not it's not that. There's no, no padding in it. So um, our former intern Brooke, this is how I came across these. I saw her on an ad for these pants on TikTok. So uh, and Brooke we, is very athletic. Yeah, when we talked about this, um, I I said to her, "What are the pants that you're promoting?" And so she <laughs> sent me the link. So that's well, what we got. We got their. Uh, Omkaji, uh, unique style, unique life. But anyway, those are the pants that we got. So they come in two different styles, Preston. They come in what you just described, where there's actually fabric that points down towards the butt. Yeah. And then the other style was that um, kind of like fishnet looking style. Yes. And that actually has, so I tried them on. It, it actually has um, a seam that's kind of ruched or, or scrunched up. That goes, Ruched? Yeah. That okay. It's kind of like, you know, scrunched up uh, yeah. the way that they sew it. And uh, that goes... Rouged is French for butthole. Okay. Well, yeah, that, that okay. goes down yeah. the butt crack. So essentially, all it's doing is giving you a wedgie in the one style. The other one has how you describe it. So, right? so okay. the other is a little bit okay. just more contouring and less invasive, I, while the one is, is really like a thong. I mean, yeah. I, okay. I don't know if it's contouring. We'll, we'll see. All right. So while we're... What, what, so Kathy brought those in. We're going we're gonna to sample this. I'm going to try them on here in a second. But while we're doing that, we wanted to do in conjunction... Uh, pants and pancakes. They right. seem to work well together At because the same time. there's a bit of alliteration there. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So why not do it? So Casey yeah. has mixed up the pancake mix. He's brought in his rice cooker. That's a really small rice cooker. That is cooker. very small. Listen, it's I'm surprised. My, it's my daughter's. Oh, okay. Uh, Santa, so... Santa brought it for her. It's her personal rice Aww. cooker. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She really has a rice cooker? She loves That's adorable. Rice. Do, you have a, do you have one for the family? Or is that the only one That's in your the house? the one we have. Okay. Because yeah. I, mean, I was thinking... A lot of bigger cakes. To tell you the truth, I thought that that was um, I, I that was that, the size of a rice well, cooker. Well, I, I think don't it, know. I, the one my rice cooker is actually smaller than that. Oh, is wow. it? All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, I like I, rice too. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I was maybe I was thinking of like the pressure cooker. I have. I was thinking of like a hot tub. All right. So, Those are big. Uh, Casey, we, we talked about this last week. Casey made a pancake uh, in the rice cooker, mm-hmm. and it comes out instead of big and wide, it's really really thick, almost like a cake. And so we wanted to. Try it out first. So we we had to uh, sample this. I was so. very intrigued by this because you know, uh, like if if places come by with with uh, pancakes and or waffles, I eat them sans syrup and butter because I just happen to like the batter that is a pancake. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when he brought this notion up to me, I'm like, well, that seems interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also brought butter and syrup, and I was going to do my butter syrup combination. Wow. Yeah. Well, let me have a piece without, because yeah. that'd be the way I'd have to check it out. Yeah. All right. So, and Casey mixed up the the batter. Here's here's the secret about uh, pancake batter. Is uh, it just, love? Just to let you know. No, it's, well, there is some love involved, but um, if you want your pancakes to come out lighter and fluffier, yeah. Number one, don't overmix the your ingredients. You want oh, yeah. to you want to kind of fold them a little bit. You do need to get it all incorporated in, but you don't want to sit there and you especially don't want to use an electric mixer. Right. That'll, that'll, it... that'll make them dense. Okay. And uh you also want to let the batter sit 
uh, before you start cooking with it. Let it sit for at least five minutes. So it's been sitting there for a little About while. Five minutes, yeah. Which is which is good. So that sit way better we'll, sit. We'll make sure that we get a a fluffier okay all uh, right pancake. Yeah, I'm hoping because the only thing I, I forgot to bring a measuring cup, and I I know you don't live by that, but I do because I don't know what a cup looks like. I don't know what a three quarters of a cup looks like. So okay, I a cup. Besides the uh, the oil that I put into it and the egg, everything else is kind of eyeballed. How's your? Okay. Well, uh, you, you could probably estimate with all your yeah, time I'm of cooking. Good with it, yeah. All right. Yeah. So did did you assist in the uh, measuring or I no? Did not. Right. No, but okay. I, I went by consistency, I, right. and I, the consistency yeah, seems pretty good. So okay. you tried this, and this was actually one of these was done as a birthday cake, correct? No, no oh, I thought you had a. Uh, no, 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 no. It was uh, just a straight up. Uh, straight, he decorated well, put, it, but received well. My son, like, he's a finicky eater. Yeah. Uh, he was asking later on, he's like, is there any more of that stuff left? So All he, right. he loved it. Yeah. So I'm excited. And, and then they say that the best way to eat this is wearing incredibly constrictive pants. That's what they say. Yeah. Uh, and you should pair it with chicken wings. <laughs> yes. Great. So we're in it's, luck. It's absolutely. I have a feeling right. the Kardashians do this all the time. Case, go on over there. Put <coughs> it in the, in the mixer or in, in the, uh, the the rice cooker. and We're capturing this on IMAX film. Casey was saying about 15 minutes or so that it'll take to cook, so we'll, we'll have him do that. And then while he's getting that going, uh, we can we can talk about these pants a little bit more, and that way we can have pants and pancakes. Uh, in, wow. in one shot. Well, do you want to put so them do, on? Can I'll you, put them on. Can you yeah. put up the picture? Do we have pictures of, of Brooke wearing them and the way they're supposed to look so that we can know how, uh, in other words? Yeah, like it just it just pops your, your booty. Like yeah. I, I feel like, you know, there was... Um, there was like an emphasis on different clothing, you know, over the years, you know, accentuating your cleavage and the push-up bra and all that kind right. of stuff. And now I feel like the the butt has is really getting a lot of attention. So that's what these these pants so are. So let doing. me ask you on a practical workout level, th- these well, could so, not be good, no, right? No, you know what I actually or are tried? They? Th- that's that's part of the video that these girls are doing is that it's showing that, you know, it pops the booty, makes your butt look good, and then they do the squat test, which is squat down, see if they're see-through or right. not. Um, so, yeah, girls are wearing them to work out. I did try are them on. Are they see-through when they when the squatting takes place? Uh, no, that, that's why the girls are wearing them huh. during workout. Now, when I put these on, um, I'm not wearing a thong today, so you are going to see my panty lines. Oh, oh. God, that's oh. just no-no. You're no. going to look like a whore. I know, for today, yeah. right? Um, all right, well, give me a pair. All right, do you want large or extra large? What do you th- I think they'll be okay large, in the large, yeah. Probably. All right, uh, Marissa, can you get a, a picture of my ass uh, before I put these on, just wearing my regular jeans? Oh, yeah, you're, getting, yeah, yeah. you're getting the fishnets, Preston. My no yeah, butt. Yeah, giving you the fishnets. These are the most fun. I'm heeding Kathy's advice to go where, nowhere near these. Yeah, Steve, what I don't think these poses. are made. They're not made for everyone, Steve. <laughs> okay. There you go. Preston okay. suffers oh. from no acetol, right? No acetol. Yeah. I have yeah. no acetol. Same. Nick, do you want to try the other is this, pair? Is this yeah. Brooke up on the uh, No, Brooke. Brooke didn't post any of the photos of uh, her ass on. To me, I would find it looks quite wonderful. However, I would find that insanely uncomfortable. Dude, chicks wear stuff up their butt all the time. And it's just not a guy thing. But yes, this, Steve, to go to the gym, I would never go to the gym. Kathy, I mean, you're basically, why not just spray paint your ass and go work out? I mean, that's what it is. I'm stripping down to my underwear. Okay. No big deal. Whatever. You guys, if some poop falls out, deal with it. <laughs> All right. What color are yours, Preston? Because I got the pink ones. I'm wearing black. You're wearing pink? No, pants. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, Nick, I like your boxers, man. Pink underwear, but. Are those holiday boxers? Oh, uh, Nick, yeah. I don't know if those are.
those are going to work with your body. You They'll work. Underneath there? Listen, bulky, man. Let, let me just, here's a caveat. This is not a completely scientific experiment. Oh, right, well, okay. yeah, normally I wouldn't wear anything. No, I'd you would. Be, uh, you, uh, yeah. commando. Casey, I just say an institute. I have a pair for oh you, Casey. You want them? Preston. Preston. Case, I got a Wait, special pair for you. Here's the deal. Oh, Kathy, hold this. Wait, Casey, look at this. Look at what Preston is holding up. There's no goddamn way. Wait, how do I tell? They're going to be a little short on me for sure, but um, uh, mine are lovely blue. I like these. All right, I'm going to do it. Kathy, Here, yeah. here's the deal. You uh, have to. It's full disclosure. Uh-huh. Are you on your period? No, you're but I didn't take a shower that. last night, Casey, so my ass stinks. Can I just buy them and not give them back? Just don't worry about it. All right. Oh, my God, these are hard to put on. Just, so if, just from a, a balance, uh, trying to stand on one foot. Kathy, how hard is it to return stuff like this after a, a guy's ass so, is... Well, done a Jackson Pollock no, on no, the inside. It'll be fine, Casey. I, I will just wash them. They're not getting returned to the store. They're getting returned to somebody who owns all of them. Oh, oh, these okay. things are tight. Yeah, they are, dude. <laughs> a large might not might not work for me. Oh. I have an extra large if you need it, Preston. <laughs> I think my ass is pretty good. <laughs> Turn around, no, Nick. This... You just saw my junk. Is that what you said? No, I'm seeing too much of Preston's junk over oh. there. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> these are comfy. Marissa, they're I have tight. a pair for you if you want. They're yeah. tight, but they're comfy. Yeah. Turn around, Nick. How about my ass, Steve? Well, it, because of the because of the um, mitigating f- uh, underwear, oh, oh, Kathy's Kathy? giving a massive wedgie to Sorry. Nick. Well, because great. they need to go up a little. All right, here, so let me take my sweatshirt off. Uh, you're... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you I, look like I, a superhero. You look like Spider-Man, dude. <laughs> I feel... Well, the, the, the texture is like Aquaman. Oh, my God. Turn around so I can see your ass. I'm going to try it. Hang on real quick. I'm, I'm straightening right. out my underwear so it's not all bunched up. And you look we'll get a, a pretty good view. Uh, Oh my god! You know what? They're really comfortable. I mean, are they? they, they well, really they're are. they're tight, like like um like compression like pants? long underwear, yeah. you know, or something like that. But but the I would die. Of Do the, they look uh, good? Kathy's the, laughing because she's so attracted to my ass. Let me see. The texture of the of the fabric is nice, isn't it, Nick? I'm wearing these actually, from now on. I like yeah. these are these are fine, Steve. Actually, yeah. Steve, you got to get a pair that'll fit you because they're they feel really. Nah, nice. I'll pass. I hate them. I still have no ass. No, but Casey. Casey no. has the ass. Is it popping? Kate, you have a popping ass. Let me, Casey, let me see your ass. I, Hang on a second. I can't pull them up anymore. I know, they can't get up into my butt crack. Hang on, I'm trying. Turn around. Like, all my equipment is all over If your balls are not under your chin by now. Oh, hang on, I got to check the pancakes, guys. Oh. Wait, pants are big. Wait, let's go check. Casey. Casey's bouncing over to get the pancakes. And he's bent oh. over. Case, your ass looks awesome. It, it looks it yes. Case, you have a great Preston, ass, dude. It's hip hop video good. <laughs> it is. Wait, can you twerk? Can you twerk? Can you try to twerk? Put on something. Put on some music. I don't. I, I don't have access. To, we have Anaconda. Yeah, Wait, yeah, Anaconda. I need to see a video of somebody twerking because I don't know what twerking looks like. Preston, yeah. it does. You do have a flat butt, but it's giving you a little bit of a pop. Does it accentuate? Yeah, I can't yeah. see it, so I don't know. It is. Don't That's know. not quite twerking. You have to. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to bend your knees, spread your legs apart, bounce your butt, and bounce up your and down. butt up and down. Yeah. Well, no, you're going. You're going from the up down position. Go down go. up. Oh. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Here, here's a video. Yes. Here, back, back that up. Back that up. Show him. Uh, show him the. Uh, All right, here we go. Because we need. To, this is. That's uh, not. That's not it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold that's on. Not hold it. That's it. That's okay. it. That's a twerk. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Pull your shirt up. Damn, dude. 
How's Nick's butt? We haven't expected that yet. So, I think his, he, he has wonderful boxes on today that are very holidayish, but I think they're also flattening out the crack. So uh, Nick has the, the different uh, type of leggings on, which is the one that sort of just has different material that's yeah. pointing down uh, towards the butt. Yeah. I would say it's not as accentuating as the ones that Preston and Casey have on. You know what you guys should do? You know that famous shot of the girls with the thongs in the back of the pickup truck? Get side by side. I saw it. You couldn't be in a more pornographic what? position if you tried. Nick is up on the counter, oh, yeah. one leg up, one knee up on the counter, and his leg on a on a chair. Someone needs to take him now. If you've, this is <laughs> yeah. your this is your best shot Come ever. Over, big boy. I can't so stand are... things that tight on my. Uh, oh. Yeah. You feel nice. Should yeah. we do a side by side by side? Yeah, yeah. Photo. Okay. Uh, but I think and I'd like to see. I gave away the colors on the air, unfortunately. Oh. But I would like to see if people who? could guess who's who. Who's butts who? I, I think the guys. We, we already said Casey has the most. Casey's got the best ass. ass. Casey yeah. has a great ass. Yeah. I'll say it right here now. Nice work, Case. That young man has a great <laughs> ass. That's a Delco ass if I've ever oh seen. Get, get side by side. Hey, Case. <laughs> serious question. Do you yeah. think your ass has gotten better from cycling? Oh, I don't know. No. No? I mean, listen, I just have a chunky ass. That's all. All right. That's all. Well, that's, your, you got to have some junk in the trunk. I mean. Uh, Kathy, would, this, would these would kill you, right? Steve, the situation when I put these on with my butt. Yeah. I, listen, I got a big butt as it is. With these on, oh, my God. It looks ridiculous. Was it? Was it? You would never work out in something like this? No, I would never work out in these, no. All right. Side by side. Now, Preston, you got a bit of, it's, it's, it's coming together a little bit. Casey's got the big oh, succulent yeah. ass. Work it! Oh, yeah! Mm. Oh, yeah! That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It just got... Uh, it got real wow. hot in here. Some realizations it, just took place. It did Woo. get real hot. Oh, my God. So, He's got a great ass. <laughs> and, uh, like, Endgame, you know, that. well, that is America's ass. This <laughs> this is Delco's ass. Uh, that is, ass. yeah. I've never is... seen uh, an ass more Delco in my life. I could do this all day. Um, yeah, yeah just... I know. <laughs> no, I I would uh, if these fit properly, I would wear something like this instead of like the standard uh, Under Armour right. uh, stuff that I have underneath. But you know why? Because this, this kind of ridged. It's ribbed for my pleasure. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this ridged. Um, uh, material feels really nice. Now the butt thing—it's not in my butt crack. I don't have—I don't have a butt. So it wait can't a get up in my ass crack. You're not wearing—you're wearing <laughs> boxers, right? No, no, I'm wearing a boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Okay. All right. So uh, probably, I think if you would, we would probably wear this without underwear underneath it, I right? I think so. Well, and I think that's part of it. So like the reason that, that it's not going completely in the butt is because they have something right. on. Like when I put it on, it was, I mean, it's up there. It, it's like a thong. I can go take my underwear off and put these on if you want. It, it might well, help pop your booty a bit. You know what? You should do it. All right. Can you get, Can I? you guys take yeah, it for a get, minute here? Yeah, let me talk to about, go to the bathroom. Let me talk about pancakes real quick. Okay. You don't have to okay. go into the bathroom. Just go yeah, into just, the uh, just, just go into Marissa's booth. I'm going to get full-on naked from the waist down for no, a moment. No, go into the office. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's got a glass door. <laughs> <laughs> go, into the, uh, uh, go into the XTU studios. <laughs> so, Steve, with the, with the pancakes uh, going on right now, so if you look at the rice cooker, you see how the, the orange light is lit? That's for warm, and that's because the rice cooker, um, it got to temperature, 
And so it won't cook now. So now I've got to wait for the rice cooker to kind of cool down in order for me to be able to cook it again. So there's a and is it, it's when you're done this Dude. this super pancake. I can't wait for you. To is try. now cooked all the way through. Uh huh. Wait, do you have to flip it or it cooks? N- no, it just cooks all, all the way through. Okay. So yeah. if you were to make it, so they were they were impugning the size of your rice maker, but but I mean, if you had a bigger one, would it work as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just going to be thicker, right? So. If it had more diameter to it, then the pancake would then be thinner. But because it's, you know, I guess less diameter. And I, I don't know what rice cookers are supposed to look like. I, yeah. You know, it's the first one I ever saw with my own two eyes. So um, when I when I cooked it the other day, it was probably, what is that? That's like eight That's inches, a, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. That's eight inches. No, no, it's, 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 it's about Five, six inches. Yeah. <laughs> like three inches thick or something like that. But yeah, that's about 12 inches. <laughs> um, it's so, about 12 inches and very, a lot of girth. And a lot vein. of girth. Yeah. Some veins yeah. and stuff. And purple um, at the top. Uh, no, I, I, I'm very excited to try this. But this, you don't do this as breakfast. You do this as a dessert, right? Wow. Well. What did I do it as? I did it as dinner. We did breakfast. We did this breakfast. was actually your meal. This was breakfast for dinner, which is, you know, wow. for, for a child and some adults, sure. it is a total treat. That's fun. And I was talking to my mom about breakfast for dinner when I was making this, and she goes, like, I thought. I'm not your mother. Well, when I was a kid, I thought breakfast for dinner was a treat. Like, oh, yeah. Gonna, no, yeah. it was, we don't have anything else to cook. Yeah. And no, we, we have, have that. What do we have? We have eggs and, and pancakes. Let me see, Press. It works. It's right, it works. Does it work better? Yes. Oh, yeah? Okay. Oh, yes. Let me see. Yeah. Maybe? Yes. No, okay. it definitely did. So was it too crumbled because of the boxers? I was, I'm was. i wearing boxer briefs. Yeah? But yeah, I was getting in the way, and now I can feel it uh, sliding up in your me. ass. Oh, did I take my uh, underwear off? Yeah. All right. How much longer yeah. are we going with this? I don't know. Long enough. <laughs> we got time. Uh, uh, Casey's uh, checking the pancake. Nick, Nick, hold on. Let me give you a different pancake. Can you oh. give, him a, give him a tampon? Oh, that is that better? Oh. I'm giving Nick the same ones All that right. Casey impressed. Oh, there on. you go. Okay, yeah, that's going to be much better. Um, yeah, so I took my underwear off. That was weird. Would you wear this Being now? In the production this way. studio. Uh, with completely yeah, naked yeah, yeah, for yeah, a moment yeah. there. Why Jackie does it all the time? I know. I yeah. Know. Um, would I wear these? Yeah. 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 If they fit properly, because I wear too I, small. I've worn armor wall, but even my armor wall is sort of loosish. Yeah. I, oh, okay. It drives me crazy no. when I have that. When I have that tuck up into my ass. Your, your Under Armour um, leggings or whatever? Yeah. If you remember, um, last year I bought those quarter jeggings, uh, quarter eggings. Right, yeah, at CVS. At CVS yeah. And those were super comfy. I just haven't put them on again. Um, you know, you don't buy a lot of clothing from CVS traditionally. Not, but normally, yeah, yeah. not normally. I am instinctly putting my hand on my hip. Uh, yeah. yeah. While mm-hmm. I'm wearing yeah, these. You pop it out. You I know why? You want to know why? Because you're fierce. Yeah. <laughs> I am. You I'm are fierce. fierce. No, I'm fierce. Yeah, fierce, fierce, fierce. Um, yeah, okay. And and I I will have to see the video proof. It's still not getting. It's still not hugging my Listen. butt crack all the way. So <laughs> you know, it's the best, the best ass in the building. Who? John DeBella. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got a pair for him. <laughs> uh, how much longer on the pancakes? You know, all right. So as you were naked in the studio. All right. uh, wait, wait, you need the unveiling. Nick, turn around. Face oh, yeah, sorry the butt, about this. Nick just came in. But to the studio. You're going to want to burn those. No, no, Nick, I can't see if you, if you have the, turn around this way. Yeah, so uh, Steve yeah. can see if you would, please. Yeah, It's right. a bit of an improvement. Right. A bit of an improvement. You actually have... Oh, it's not going in the butt like for, it, like it would for me. Mm. Um, yeah, they're not pulled all the way up. They're not pull them up all the way. 
Because there's there's a like a almost like a like a Jesus. pregnancy thing. I think I caught my right one. Yeah, that's. that's I know, right? I turn around, turn back. You got it. Yes, that's more. That's yeah. better, Nick. All right. Yeah, you just got to yeah. pull them way up. You got a little butt too. I have a tiny ass mm. <laughs> or no ass, but now yeah, I just I clipped my right ball by accident. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it happens. That, that hurts, hurt. doesn't it? I that hurts. That yeah. All I was trying to do was pull up my pants, and I clipped the ball. <laughs> Yeah. Around where you're not sack. Yeah. Yeah, around my bunghole. Back, back yeah. to your bunghole. Yeah, LBJ yeah. should have gotten a pair of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Turn on my uh, hip-hop stretch pants. <laughs> <laughs> talking too tight on my left nut around to where my poop comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get uh, right on it, Mr. President. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying on my booty popper pants and I caught my left ball, and then I'm getting down where the, where the poop comes out of my butthole. I feel like we yes, should... Sir. We should do some uh, kind of choreographed uh, movements uh, since we're wearing bowel movements. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's the only move I know. Uh, it works. I'm holding up the wrong hand, too. I'm holding up the right hand. Yeah, me too. It's left hand. <laughs> you got to put a ring on it. Uh, there's a video right behind you. All you have to do is coordinate yourselves like Beyonce yeah. in a matter of moments, and you'll be fine. <laughs> I feel silly right now. And sexy. And we're waiting on a pancake. Pants and pancakes and all kinds of good stuff. What's the status of the pancake case? I'm looking. No, they're still not done. Should we we take a break and come back and see if they're done on the other side? A two-hour pancake. It is getting there. Can you smell them? Yeah, I can smell (sighs) them. But I think we should take a break. Are you going to try on any of these? I I mean, if you... (laughs) Stand back. Okay. <laughs> Wait, before we go to break, I want to give out uh, Brooke's uh, Instagram account because people were asking. It's Brooke Morris with three S's at the end. So Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E, Morris, M-O-R-R-I-S-S-S. And she's sort of an influencer for this stuff? No. I, it's how yeah. I came by it. Yeah. It was uh, this Amazon pants. She, I was like, wait a minute, that's our intern. And it was like a little video of her revealing her butt. That's very cool. Very cool. Very, very beautiful young woman. Um, all right, yeah, let's take a quick break. I'll change back into normal clothing. Uh, uh, loosen your balls. Yep, and then hopefully we'll try some pancakes out. Yeah. What a morning. And then, are you going to do it or no? You, uh, you, yeah, I'll put right, them on right, for all you. All right, excellent. We'll cool. take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. It's MMRs. Uh, there's no sad in your dough, is there? There is not, sir. There is not. Nice. Cash money. I'm awesome now because I've won $500. You have indeed. Quick money. Robert, what's up? I just won five hundred dollars. Nice job, my man. Five hundred dollars with no sense. Listen, even hours, weekdays. That's eight and ten a.m., noon, two, four, six, and eight p.m. Get the keyword and text it to four five nine one one, or enter it via wmmr.com or our app to also get qualified for the ten thousand dollar grand prize. No sense. $500 of 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, you guys are awesome. I appreciate that, and I hope the money comes in handy. It will. Thank you very much, sir. See official rules at WMMR.com. A uh, number of people texting in after that last segment that we did wanting to know the brand name of those pants that we tried uh, on. Yeah. If you know those offhand, Kathy had uh, brought them in, and then we're, we're still waiting on uh, our pancake. They're ready, man. Oh, really? Okay. O M K A G I. O M K A G I? Yeah. Omkagi, Omkagi, yeah, Omkagi. And you guys said they were comfortable. They were, uh, yeah. If they were, I was looking at it. It didn't seem comfortable. If they were, (laughs) if they were made for a man, 
because of the size wise, yeah. they, they kept as I was walking down the hall, it kept slipping down, and I yeah, felt yeah. like you know I had butt Hats. crack hanging out. Right? How Jackie lives like that, I'll never know. I know. <laughs> well, he has no problem with his butt crack, just being or completely his, exposed. Or his or, junk. Yeah. 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 And and I, when when anything slips below and in, in that area on yeah, me, yeah. I get very uncomfortable. I hate it. I yeah. mean, they're strong enough for a man, but you yeah, know, they're, they're made, made for, a for a woman. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Kath, did you put any on, or I, I didn't put them on. I didn't know okay. if, if I, you wanted me to do it now, or well, she wants to eat just pancakes for a picture. Now. Yeah, she <laughs> wants pancakes. <laughs> she definitely... All right, we can do either way. It's it's you can you can do it now, or okay. we can do a picture, or whatever you like. But right. I, I am interested in the pancakes. So we did pants and pancakes just a moment ago. <laughs> yeah, it's a new thing we came up with. It's going to be a weekly feature. And uh, so Casey <laughs> made a pancake. In a rice cooker. In a rice cooker. And the difference is, is it's really, it, it's tall and thick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's gonna he's gonna now take it out of the rice cooker and we flop it on. See this thing? It's so great. Okay. All right. So Casey's dumping it out. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. That's pretty cool. Bravo. It looks. You know what it looks like? It looks like kind of like a, a pumpkin cheesecake. It yeah, does it look does. exactly like that, Preston. From this distance. So it's from a distance. It's, <laughs> A pancake <laughs> looks like pumpkin cheesecake. Casey, does it smell great? It does, yeah. I missed the, um, maybe you, you described this earlier, but did you have to, like, grease the sides or anything like that? It just popped right nah, out. Nah. Nice. Yeah. How about that? Oh. All right, so what are you going to do? You could cut them into, like, cake slices? Yeah, you want me to do that? Sure. Yeah. 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 And then we'll all get to sample. They mm, look so light and fluffy, Casey. Yeah. Think, or it's light and fluffy. I think you've done oh, good. Man. Oh, look at that. Ooh. In this, he's cut it in half. Ooh. I was wondering if the middle might still be a little moist, mm. M- uh, moist and meaty, it, or uh, meast and moity. <laughs> uh, but no, it looks perfect. Okay. Actually, uh, wow, you're doing a whole quarter. Yeah, that's the way you have to eat it. Apparently, I don't want that much. I want a half of that. All right, Wait, so you, you're not buttering it? Uh, well, not I, for Steve. I'm, I'm not doing it. No. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm. I'm uh, my my religion forbids it. You're Butter syrup Casey, combo. Casey, yeah. cut one of those quarters in half and just bring me that amount and and slap on some of the uh, the syrup, uh, the butter syrup. Yeah, with it being that fluffy, uh, to me, it would seem dry. You need syrup on it. Yeah. All right, Steve. Steve's uh, diving in right now. What do you think? Uh, uh, opinion on uh, you know texture and and it's very pancakian. Okay. <laughs> um, is, it, is it too much pancake for you, Steve? It's it's no, good. No, no. Oh, now you're cutting it. Too Let me small. have a little bit more. You don't want me to cut that too much? No, oh, I just I, like I said just cut that, that in half. I think I think is. your observation that it would be drier is right. Yeah. Yeah. It is drier. Uh huh. Okay. Well, yeah, because that's the the like pancake batter when you cook it up in the middle is pretty dry, but you're not used to having that much of it as opposed you know to a right. regular cake which stays pretty moist in the middle. Uh, meast. Meast, moist. meast and moist. <laughs> not not moist. Uh, so here is I don't know. How you like to do your your syrup? Uh, it's all good. I'll just drizzle it. Drizzle is a good oh word. God. Yeah. Oh man, Nick, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it is a little drier. You're not yeah. gonna put his. Well, I wanted to sample it without okay. to, to see what that was like. But Steve, I, I agree with you. Like, um, I like here. it, but I need a little more moistiness. I need. It needs to be moistier. Yeah. All right. I need. Want to try some, Kathy? Right, I got you, Kathy. All right. So I have the syruped version of it. Yeah, in case, what was the total amount of time cooked, do you think? Oh, yeah, good question. Uh, about Two a hours. Half hour? Half hour? Yeah, about a, a little wow, really? It took a half hour? Yeah, I really good. I put it in at uh, 40, 840. Preston, okay. do you think, is it better than a regular yeah, pancake? Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I agree. But um, it's it's a neat novelty idea. You know I what, like though? It. Like, what? I would consider 
pants and pancakes a success? Yes. Like as a I segment? Agree. I would say this, though. If you're tired of not spending enough time making pancakes, right. this is the perfect way to go. Right. Mm. If you need if you thought they were <laughs> to too, a half too quick and you, you don't care about the taste being almost exactly the same, if not a bit inferior. All right. Now, upon further review, yeah. I do like this as much or more than pancakes. Really? Oh. Yeah. Right, so can you tell the difference in the syrup? No, it just tastes like butter and, okay. and syrup together. But, I mean... It's a novel idea, Casey. Yeah, right. I have one more bite, and I promise I'm going to stop eating. While, uh, Let's say you're this. used to pancakes, but you're not spending enough time making them. Mm. This is the perfect option. Mm. All right. Do you think mm. the listeners like when we do this? No. no. Uh-huh. <laughs> Does Marissa want to Screw try them. It? We're eating pancakes. <laughs> try it on pancakes. Yeah, it, Casey, mm. it is good. Right? No, I like, like that. The syrup. Steve, I think you would like it better with the syrup. I think that it uh, that's a fun thing to try out just to change it up a little bit. Yeah. And and like Marissa, if you are with a family, then you can do the uh, the table pancake with table something pancake, like that. Yeah. Make a couple of those and then people just kind of dive in. So, um yeah, it's not, not bad. bad. It's not bad. And uh, so essentially you just follow the recipe as normal on the uh on the pancake box. And then you put it in your rice cooker. In case is there only one setting on that rice cooker? Yeah, cook and warm. That's it. All right, so you put it on cook. Cook yeah. and pancake. And then just keep an eye on it. And do you flip it at any point? Never. Okay. Never. All right. Never. And then when you're done and you flip it over, that, that one side is going to be a little bit firm uh, because it's been on the heating element. Uh, so, yeah, I like it. A little crustier. I, somebody asked if you could add bacon bits to it. That sounds like a great idea. I would cook up some bacon ahead of time because I do like... Like pigs in a blanket and stuff like yeah. that, where you where you do mix the two together. So that might actually be kind of good. Huh. Wow! Yeah, you can, I mean, whatever you want to keep cold. <laughs> I had I had something kind of ties in that's food related uh, to this real quick. Are you the Thank you, Tommy. Or is it just way. as a casual? Um, I'd like chocolate chips in there. This is kind of casual. I, Ooh, I'll yeah. bet you could really. You know? Now, how did we find out that you get those to keep from sinking to the bottom, you, Kathy? Um, you have to coat them with uh, flour, okay. helium. And that'll keep them from supposedly. Going all the way to I, I haven't tried it yet. I want to though. All right. So I I saw this story yesterday, um, and it kind of ties in with with having pancakes and syrup and all that stuff and super stretchy pants. Well, it, it this kind of uh, I hate to bring up Bill Cosby, right? But it kind of brings up the the old bit that he did about booty shorts. No, not about booty shorts. About uh, you know, Dad is great. Gave us a chocolate cake, <laughs> and that his. Great. His uh, logic was that there is, you know, there's wheat and eggs and milk and so on in cake, so why not have it for breakfast? And, of course, the mom, Camille, yeah. uh, didn't care didn't for that say it that way. But I saw this, This uh, somebody wrote this article. I don't know who the author of it was, but they, they stated, and I, you guys probably don't relate to this, but I do. He said, the best thing available at any diner on earth are the tiny plastic cups of half and half that come with your coffee. When I was a kid, I would down them like shots of rated G whiskey. (laughs) And I liked them better than the diner ice cream, the diner cake, or the diner cheese danish. In comparison to the rest of the menu, also, little cups of half and half were practically health food compared to the diner. So when I was a kid, I used to drink those creamers. I used to down them. I'd I'd go to other tables and steal them. Wait, you're not talking about the mini moves. You're talking about that. You're talking about like when they'd bring you half and half in a small container, right? Well, they also had them in little little, uh, cups that you would open up. Oh, those as well. Yeah, with the foil on top. And I would drink those, and I still love them. I haven't drank them 
in so long because it seems like it would be unacceptable to do a type of thing like <laughs> right. that. In mixed right. company, yeah. yes. Uh, press, I actually had a method for doing it because I would actually do it at the Wawa's as well. I would take them out of a little, you know, refrigerated tub that they were in. You grab them, and I would uh, basically, like a rabbit, I would, you know, uh, pierce the top of it with my front two teeth and then drink them like that. Okay. Yeah. Like a little vampire. I, uh-huh. I never tried that. Like a half and half vampire. But the person that wrote this article goes on to say, uh, as an adult, I like splashing it into cereal, meaning half and half. Half and half in cereal? I use it in hot chocolate and mixing it in, in my milk when I'm eating cookies. Primarily, though, he said, I drink half and half straight from the carton. Wow. Sure, I could pour it into a glass like a civilized human being, but it's not nearly as enjoyable, nor is it prudent. Um, but here, and th- here's the point that this person makes. How exactly is this worse than eating a bowl of ice cream or drinking a milkshake? It's not. It's fine to enjoy pie with a massive tuft of whipped cream on top or to eat a bowl of pasta with lots of butter and cheese. But somehow drinking a quart and a half directly out of the carton is far worse. Of half and half directly out of the carton is far worse idea. Why does society have such firm ideas on how I should be consuming my high-fat dairy? Um, yeah, that, there's, that's absolutely a salient point about that. I, it's funny because I do fat-free milk all the time. Mm-hmm. And so when I have regular homogenized milk... Tastes like half and half. Whole milk whole tastes milk. like cream. I mean, regular whole milk tastes yeah. like cream to me. Yeah, absolutely. It's so thick. Yep, compared to low-fat milk. It's or meast and no moity. fat milk. It's very <laughs> meast and moity. It's a lot of moity. Should you use whole milk when making hot chocolate? Or yes. do what these uh, people recommended, which is, you know, putting a creamer in there? So my wife has an incredible device she picked up. It looks like a human penis. No, it's a... It's a... It's a... Yeah, it's an amazing thing. I've seen that, yeah. Uh, but no, it, it's a... Uh, it's, it's a hot chocolate maker. It's just a smaller little um, mixer. But the the key to it is to have uh, whole milk, like and that. it froths that hot chocolate up big time. Nice. All right. So anyhow, I say go ahead and drink your drink half your half and half. half. Yeah. If you're a half and half drinker, go right ahead and do that. Um, there was a. Uh, I want to see if anybody can um, relate to this. Steve, you had uh, you had mentioned this to me. We talked about this off air. Uh, and it it stems from uh, actress Jennifer Coolidge. Yes. So she was Stifler's mom. In um, uh, Legally Blonde, she's been in lots of movies. Thought the Christopher Guest movies, yes. hilarious. She's like to eat soup awesome together, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So she was on the Kelly Clarkson show, and she revealed what might be her greatest acting achievement of all time. While on a trip to Hawaii, she pretended to be her own twin sister. Oh my god! So she could date two different guys at the same time while she was Whoa. in Hawaii. Oh my uh-huh. god! Yep. And she said she has had all sorts of crazy experiences on various trips to Hawaii over the years. She said, quite a few years back, I came to Hawaii, and when you go to Hawaii and you're on vacation alone, you can kind of create anything you want. And I ended up meeting these two guys that were best friends, and I liked them both. And so I told them that I had an identical twin, and I dated both guys for two weeks. (laughs) Now, she didn't go into detail how she pulled it off. No, because you would assume at some point, if they were best friends, they'd say, let's Let's go out together. Yeah, Yeah. let's all go out together. So I assume she would make up excuses for the other sister. She has diarrhea. She's got a massage. She's sick, whatever it might be. She's working, yeah. She's making a super huge pancake. I mean, this is straight out of, like, a a TV sitcom. You remember Jack Tripper had his cousin Austin from Texas, (laughs) who was like, how is your cousin the spitting image of you? He's not your your twin brother. It happened on Friends, too. Phoebe had a twin sister. Oh, yeah. And so they... (laughs) Uh, both dated Joey, or I don't know. They dated somebody at one point. 
But with it, but there, it was actually supposed to be another real life person. This right. is somebody pretending, pretending yes, that right. they're twins to be two of uh, two people. Right, there's and a wrinkle. Yeah. yeah, how you juggle that? I, I bet you. I, I, never I bet know. you this sort of stuff. There are tricks, C- Kathy. In your dating days, were there any games you played so that you could? Bang more guys. Remember? Are you for real? Me? No. I know. But I have As friends. I left my mouth, I knew. But yes, you probably. I have friends yeah. that did. Remember I had the girl that left the voicemail on uh, the guy she was dating. Oh, she broke up with him. Well, she she made it sound yeah. like, uh, yeah, some something had gone down so that she, they could break up just for the weekend while this guy, this other guy was coming home. And then when that guy left, she was like, oh, it wasn't true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like whatever the you know right. rumor she made up was. Right, I, I I've never heard of anybody doing this before. If you did indeed try to pull something like this off, this elaborate, let us know two one five two six three WMMR. I I doubt we'll get any takers that have ever done the twin thing because that takes that balls, takes work. Man. What's yeah. what's the biggest amount of and it, it, you you can't help but look like a cad when you do something like this and it's if you have it's wrong. But where you you try to juggle. I had, I had three girls in the same bar at one time That's... once, and I was seeing all three of them, and I managed that night to keep them all in separate places in the same bar. I was working, okay, yeah. so I was, I was you know, wow. doing an appearance. Right. And so I had one girl, This, but it was a big, it was a large yeah. bar. It was like a meat marketplace. Okay. And so I, I made sure they didn't know about each other. They were all in three, seven places. All at the same level in activity? You were dating them all? As yeah, a, yeah. It, was just, it wasn't breaking up with one? And no, 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 no. It was okay. just having fun. It was right. just, uh, right, yeah. it was having sex. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so none of them were your quote-unquote girlfriend. Correct. Okay. So I didn't have that, which would right. have been ridiculous. Uh, but no, uh, one was like, she worked in the music industry. Right. And there was another one that... Uh, uh, that worked in it with a promotion company. Right. And another one was just uh, some hoe bag I picked up. No, I'm kidding. Uh, just somebody else. Uh, but that was that was stressful. But it was also exciting. Was it? Time. Yes. Yeah. You kidding me, dude? Yeah. Me? I've got, I where I had three different opportunities for, for sure. Right. Opportunities at the same time. I'm like, this is pretty awesome, but pretty terrifying at the same were time. They, were they star efforts? Sort of no, 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 okay. no. Uh, so, but I, uh, but I had to, I had to maneuver as to why I couldn't be with one of the uh, two of them, and the other one I could leave with. So, wow, that was difficult. How did I, you do that? I yeah. don't know. I was really hammered. I, I remember most. Of <laughs> did it, it involve somebody gave me a ride home? I know that <laughs> it wasn't actually three girls. You were just that hammered. <laughs> now, did you choose to go home with the one that is was the best in the sack? Uh, n- I no, I chose the one who. Uh, was leaving the next day to uh, go back to Chicago. Oh, you cad! Yeah, no, but yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, so um, <laughs> that was interesting. Um, but it was it was fun. Like I said, hang on, let me go to some calls here. I have an anonymous caller on the line. Hello, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Uh, good morning. It. Good morning. Good morning. It. All right. Um, so tell us, did you try to did you um, try to be a twin or what? What's your story? Yeah. So okay. I, there used to be a bar in Bridgeport, Acavinos, and. There was a girl that I hooked up with one night. We went out and, you know, we, we wound up doing the nasty and everything. So the next night, she actually showed up at the bar again and was looking for me. And I pretended that it was my twin brother. Wow. And she actually believed me the whole night. Wow. So did you affect any sort of different way of acting to sort of sell it? And what, did you come no. up with the name on the fly? How, how did that work? Yeah, well, yeah, my buddy, my buddy Nick, uh, actually, he helped me out with all that because he's real quick with that kind of stuff. But 
Yeah, it, it, she didn't suspect a thing. Okay, question. Was this a place you went to regularly? Yes. And, and so I, there were I, other people there that knew that you knew you as your real identity. Yes. And how did and you pull I, that off? Well, I don't She She never, I never saw her before that, that weekend. So I don't know if she was just visiting people or I don't know. But no, yeah. but I mean, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, you're around other people that might come up and say your name and, you know, so did you, how did you avoid other people that knew who you were? He was drunk. He was hammered. Uh, that, that, I mean, that, to me, that would seem so difficult, especially in a place where people are going to go and go, hey, hey, Bill. I say, no, no, yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm Ed, my, his twin brother. I mean, my twin brother. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> a tough one. Well, you pulled it off. Yeah. All right. Thanks, yeah, man. Yeah, it worked. Appreciate it. <laughs> Not for dating, but um, when I was a kid, I used to have, uh, my cousin used to come down from New York and stay with us for the summer, and uh, <laughs> we would go to uh, one of my neighbor's houses, and the girl was like a little ditzy, you know, yeah. so you could kind of get, you know, things over on her, and so I would speak Spanish and say that I was um, <laughs> Kathy's cousin from Spain, and Katie was uh, Kathy's cousin from New York, and we would come and stay for the summer. So Man, I would, you could be married to Alec Baldwin. Wait, and this girl would be like, "You no, it's Kathy, and I'd, be, you know, I'd be like, no, no. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I would pretend Taco to speak, enchilada. but I would, I would pretend to speak in Spanish. Taco enchilada salsa. No, wait, but I would pretend to, like we would just be gibberish. But I would pretend yeah. to speak Spanish, throw in like a few little Spanish words that I knew, and then Katie would translate to this girl and be like, "Oh, oh she said oh, blah, blah 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 blah." <laughs> How old were you? Oh, we were probably elementary school. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bibliotech. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Autobus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wow. I will go to, which one do you like? Amy. There? All right, let me go to Amy. Hi, uh, Amy, you are on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, Amy? Hey, um, so there was a brief period of time in college where I was sort of dating three guys and... I mean, it wasn't serious with any of them, mm-hmm. but, like, one of them was actually off campus for a semester, and so that helped. Um, but he would come back pretty frequently, and then, like, one time I was standing with him when he was there for the weekend, and one of the other guys was, like, walking across the street towards us, and I was like, oh, geez, let's go over there. Look at that thing. <laughs> so, Look over there. had to happen. But it helped that, like... One of them wanted to keep it a secret. One of them kind of thought he was playing me, but I was just having fun, so it didn't work. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, and then the other one, it was a little more straightforward, but he was just messing around, too. I think it helped that it was all just batting practice. Yeah, yeah. But, And listen, honestly, if you're, if you're all, uh, if it's all light and loose, you know, yeah. and I think a lot of okay. guys don't think women will do exactly what guys will do. Yeah. And Amy, you know that's yeah. not the case, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Amy, I I love I love the fact that you brought up that that the guy thought <laughs> that he was stringing you along and you played you played it off as yeah. if that were the case. I wonder how often that happens. I would bet, and Amy, you can probably back this up. It probably happens <laughs> far more than guys are willing to believe where they think they're getting one over mm-hmm. and they're oh, the ones yeah. who are being had. Right. Being had, it's just like, hey, we're all having fun here, exactly. and he's like, oh man, I'm, yeah, I got her where I want her. It's like, come on, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. okay. That's great. Wow, juggling three—that's pretty cool, pretty wild. Thanks, Amy. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Uh, let me go next to Bob. Hey, Bob. Good morning. Hey, I got Zooks. Gadzooks, what's up, buddy? Hey. Uh, so the first time I ever went to a strip club, I 
got so nervous that I literally just started doing a British accent because <laughs> I was so afraid of being there. Okay. And, I, I, uh, all right. Yeah. It was an, it was a foreign right. uh, scenario for you, and you wanted to have some type of uh, you buffer be foreign. Some protection. And, yeah. and it got to the point where I actually made my own backstory. I did everything. That, that would back me up. I apparently I served in the British Army and I'm from the Dorchester. Wow. Unfortunately, I looked it up. The the gibberish word that I used was actually a real village. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. I said I'm from Leicestershire. I looked it up. It's real. Oh, oh there, there you go. So so and and it, is this something you cultivated? Did you keep doing it if you went back? Well, the thing is, I was just so embarrassed that I did that because I was with my buddies. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, it's never going to work. So then, like, we went three days later because we were all work buddies, and we just uh, – it became a pastime, basically. And it's like, oh, yeah, that was my brother and the stripper <laughs> that – the stripper that gave me a lap dance the, the time before was like – like, are you as big as your brother? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's great. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate Thank it. Guys. That's where you carry fake foreskin because, yeah, he's uncircumcised. <laughs> Have you guys ever – here's here's a, a real – there's a, there's a twist on this story. Have you ever run into someone and you thought it was them, but it was actually their twin? Because I have you have two times really my one of my very good friends Billy uh, growing up uh, Billy Clearman um, known him for years yeah and I was in a store and I saw his mom Lois and I went up and I'm like hey Lois how you doing I started talking to her she's like I'm not Lois I'm her sister and wow. I'm like oh. I did not know his mother had a twin and she was identical identical and that was wild. And then a neighbor friend of mine had a twin brother and didn't know that. Went over to their house. I thought it was Jim. wasn't Jim. It was his brother. Uh, but that was as weird because they were both in the same house together. Yeah, I just slept with your mother. And I found out really quick. <laughs> but, I, but, I, but running into bed, and I called wow. Bill. I'm like, dude, I didn't know your mom had a twin. What's that all about? I'd known him for years. Like spot on. Spot on. Spot on. It's, and, it's, and an, she, it's an amazing thing to see that. And she had, uh, she had a, a, at first a, a guarded reaction. Yeah. And then she was like, yeah, so yeah. this is, you, you obviously, you don't know. Uh, a funny thing to see uh, going on the subject of twins is when a baby first realizes that yes. their mom or dad has a twin and they hand the baby over to the oh, twin. It's hilarious. You ever yeah. seen those? No. And the two the, the the two siblings are standing there and their heads going like Oh, I got to see it. There's a few videos like that oh, that are really so funny. funny. Um, a, a couple of you guys probably encountered uh, these twins, but there was a girl that used to work for the Sixers, and she had an identical twin sister, and her sister, would she would dress very professional. They would have to wear, you know, professional yeah. clothing even at the games, and her sister would come just to watch the game. So she'd sort of be in, like, comfy clothes, and she'd walk through the arena, and people would be like, hey, Becca, and... She's she would just shake her head and be like, nope, not Becca. Uh, like, yeah. I mean, so many Did people. Did she ever get her sister in trouble for being underdressed? No, I don't think so. But yeah. I mean, for a, lo- a lot of people thought it was the girl that worked there. And, wow. you know, after a few years, we figured it out. We occasionally get asked what is the worst interview of all time. And my, one of my least favorites is Jose Canseco. And uh, <laughs> it, it found, out, found out years later that Jose would send his twin brother yeah. out to appearances. And so to this day, I have no idea don't whether or not it was Jose in our studio or Ozzy Canseco. And they, yeah. they, I believe they were identical or looked 
closely enough to one another. And he was could... wearing gl- sunglasses. And he sunglasses never took them off. Never took them off. Yep. He could have been the one that fought uh, Vice yeah. Akahema. Totally. Yeah. For all we know. Because yeah. yeah. it was a celebrity <laughs> boxing match. So I used to do at halftime at Wings Games. Remember Whack Casey Sack? Yes. yes. And there was one weekend where I couldn't make it because I had, a, I think I was able to go to L.A. for a press junket and I sent my brother out. And it's so to he, the wings, yeah, because he, he was wearing a lacrosse helmet. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we essentially looked the same or close enough, and very, very, very close enough. And he was wearing a lacrosse helmet the whole time anyway. And right. I sent him out there, I paid him to go out there. That's funny. Yeah. Did, did, he he have, go, did you do any mic stuff? No. Okay. No, we didn't. know. it was all in arena host. Yeah. You know, I, I never was on the microphone. <laughs> it's it great. Yeah. Let me go to Scott. Hi, Scott. You are on the air. Hey, good morning, Ed. I just got out of the shower. Oh, good morning, oh Ed, to you. What's up, man? Oh, is that oh, you, is Scott? Scott? Is this you? the real got out of the shower guy? Yeah. Ah! I can hear it. I know what he said. I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's him. That's uncanny. Okay. It's dead on. You know what? No, it's his twin brother. <laughs> All I did was get out of the shower. <laughs> Do you have oh the other God. one? I just got out of the shower. I love that one, too. Wait. All I did was get out of the shower. I just got out of the shower. I just got out of the shower. I just got out of the shower. Oh, How you doing, God. Scott? I'm good, guys. All right, what's the story? What do you want to tell us, man? All right, well, I used to uh, work at K-Bar. This is when K-Bar used to be around. Yeah. And, and Sega Dreamcast was a big thing at the time. So, make a long story short, just got the end of the shift, just saw a Dreamcast box right then and there. I opened it up. Everything's there. I took it. Took it home. Nobody didn't see me. Blah, blah, blah. And I was off for two days. So I go to the same K-Bar because I wanted to go shopping. The manager comes to me and says, you saw a Sega Dreamcast, and we want it back. And I go, what are you talking about? And he's like, don't play dumb with me. I'm like, no, seriously, what are you talking about? He's like, I know you stole. I was like, you're talking about my brother, aren't you? He's like, wait, you have a brother? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, my name's Rusty. I was like, was like oh. I was like, well, tell your brother to bring back on Kmart's property, or he's going to get arrested. I'm like, all right, no problem. Never went back. Never went back. <laughs> Never went back. So you immediately invented a brother named Rusty. or. <laughs> Yeah. 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 And, wow. Yeah. Immediately, he felt so bad, he went yeah, home directly, took a shower. He felt filthy. <laughs> right after that. <laughs> and, 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 and I guess that's why Kmart's not around no more. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, right. Robbed them blind. Uh, not around no more. All right, Scott. Good to hear from you, man. Uh, good to hear you, too, guys. All right. We'll see you later. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was my brother. Yeah. So my, my uncles are twins. Uh, they are... Sometimes you get fraternal twins that yeah. actually look look very close, almost yeah. identical. Yeah, that's my uncle's. Right, uh, I could tell them apart, but some people had a hard time telling them apart. But um, Tony, and by the way, their names are Tony and Curtis, like after the actor, oh, Tony right, Curtis. Yeah, yeah. So Tony one time got um, uh, arrested, and he pawned himself off as Curtis. Mm-hmm. Oh no, uh-huh. he so didn't have ID on him. Curtis oh, ended man. up with the, uh, with oh, the that's a dick move. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And that happens from time to time, too. Uh, shoot, I was going to ask something about that. Oh, fraternal. Because uh, we were talking about Giselle Bunchen, and as it turns out, she has a fraternal A fraternal twin. sister. Is she She's uh, attractive. Okay, all right. She's not Giselle Bunchen attractive. Right, okay. Yeah. All right, let me go next to Steve. Hi, Steve. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, bud? Um, I'm an identical twin. Okay. And uh, in high school, my brother and I went to separate high schools. And one time I was at a, at a mall, and this is for you guys that are old enough, to, I was in an arcade playing the game. Yep. And this kid came up and slapped me upside the head. <laughs> and I turned around and said, what the, you know, you doing? And I knocked him out. 
And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, why, why are you hitting me and everything? I was like, who do you think I am? He's like, come on, Paul. What's your, what do you mean? I was like, I'm not Paul. I'm his twin brother, you idiot. <laughs> well, he didn't my, know. My brother. So my brother, I went and told him. And the next day at school, this guy came up to him and started saying, "Yeah, what is your big, big deal, man? He's like, why did you punch me? He's like, you dumbass. That was my brother. I thought you had told him already that you were his twin brother. <laughs> I did tell the guy, but he didn't believe it. He oh. thought it was my, he thought my brother was lying. <sighs> and by the way, uh, would, would, did this guy think that Paul would have just taken a smack to the head without doing anything? I guess my brother's not as uh, violent as I was. <laughs> okay, my Apparently. brother's not as violent. I as knocked him yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> what mall were you at, Steve? Uh -huh. I also have another story about my parents. <laughs> what 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 mall were you at? Casey asked. Uh, Christiana Mall. Okay. Oh, Christiana. Okay. Well, that's where you knock out people. Yeah, that's yeah. the huge so mall my, and the bylaws. <laughs> my brother and I, when we were babies, we were, uh, we had different clothes pins, our baby pins on our diapers, so that my parents could tell us apart. Well, my mom went away, and my dad thought it'd be funny to put one uh, yellow pin on. Uh, each of us and a blue pin on each of us. So we had like opposite pins. And then my mom came home and said, All right, Smarty, which one is which? And my dad couldn't remember. <laughs> oh, no. So you have no idea <gasps> whether Paul. We could you be talking did. to Paul right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> so now my wife is like, I hope I'm not married to your brother. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but she covers her bases by banging you both. Right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it, man. Take care. All right. We'll see you. Uh, let me see. I'm going to go to, uh, this is pretty wild. I'll go to Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Good morning. Actually, it's Eric. Oh, Eric. Eric. Hey, what's up, man? It's your friend Eric from Abington. What's up, Casey? What's up, guys? You oh, rock. Hey, what's going on, man? I'm yeah. Eric. Yo, check this out. So when I was in the military, and I was in, the, I started off in the reserves, and the, an acquaintance, a friend of mine, he dies in a tragic accident, hits black ice. So the unit, they have, you know, a little service for him. Well... We're all sitting there, and we look over. His parents are walking in. Behind them, he walks in, and the place went like one or two people kind of got wheezy. Apparently, there was only a couple people in the entire unit that knew and never bothered to tell anybody he had an identical twin brother. So they're at the funeral of the other brother. But the it wasn't It wasn't like a viewing like with a casket. It was right. just like a little memorial type thing. Oh. At that viewing, us all in uniform on a Saturday morning, they walked this dude in, never told one person that wow. didn't know that he had a twin brother. I'll tell you what, that kind of, you know. That scare you a little bit? Things, it kind of it kind of screwed me up a little bit. Like, yeah. Sure. And everybody just was like, what, what, what like, I, I, I can't even barely talk about it. It was the most, next to what I saw in the military, that was the most insane thing I've ever seen. I can I imagine. It. I believe it. I believe that would, that would. F with you. All a range of emotions. Yes. Yeah. Uh, scare and 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 then excitement and then and then another wave of sadness and, and then anger. Yeah. Why didn't you tell us? People had to like walk out, get air. People were like just on people's arms trying to get out of it. Yeah. It was it was a bad scene. Like it was not. Yeah. It's definitely one viewing or one memorial. I really don't want to remember. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, wow, thanks man. for sharing, Eric. We appreciate it, man. All right. We'll see you. 
Uh, let's see. Have uh, Ian here. Hi, Ian. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Gazoos. Gazoos, buddy. What's up, man? Not much. So uh, going back about, you know, over 20 years, I bought my first house. And we bought a bunch of used furniture at this little place that's gone now in South Jersey called Forget About It. And um, the two owners, unbeknownst to me, were these two uh, identical twins, little Italian guys. So I'm telling the one guy everything I'm picking out, you know, I'm going to buy this and that. And uh, he says, oh, I'll be right back. You know, he goes and, uh, you know, I run into him again five minutes later. And I'm like, all right, so we're just going to add a couple things to that list here. And we're all set. <laughs> oh, what, are you, what are you talking about? I, I never talked to you. And, and you know, in, in hindsight, they kind of, they both grin on it, you know, having fun with it. Yeah. But um, when it hit me and I see them both standing there next side <laughs> by side, it was just, it's a complete shock. And yeah. I tell people that story all the time. Well, they named their furniture place Forget About It. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Ian, right? <laughs> exactly. So this, I feel so like such an idiot for, for this, but when I was a freshman in college, the guy who lived across the hall from me, he was in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking down the hall one day, and his dorm room is open, and I'm talking to him, and, and he gets up from his desk, and he walks across his room. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second, you can, you can walk? And he goes, dude, I'm Vince. That's Rocco, my roommate. They're not brothers. They don't even look alike. <laughs> Dear Lord, you can walk. It's a miracle. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. Uh, thank even... you, Jesus. <laughs> they don't even Dude. like remotely look alike at what? all. One guy was black. <laughs> Dude, no, that's uh, that would be me. Yeah. That would totally be me. You know me. I don't yes. recognize anybody. Yeah. I totally would have. Dude, you can walk? You can walk. Like, look at yourself. You're walking. It's a miracle. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's when you enter the priesthood. I've seen it. Oh I'm going to go next to a guy named Boone. Yo, Boone, good morning. Good morning, Ed. What's happening? Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Ed. What's up, bud? Uh, my story would be uh, triplets. Wow. Well, in college, I know it was pretty amazing once I figured out who they were. In college, uh, two of them went to my college, one went to Penn State. So I didn't know the one triplet. My buddy was dating the brunette triplet. I was trying to date the other triplet that I went to college with. We went home to visit her family, and we're hanging out at the house, drinking some beers. The triplet comes at home from work or whatever. I go up to her, I grab her ass, I go to make out with her, I get slapped. Whoa. It's the third triple from Penn State that I never met. So two of the triplets were identical and one wasn't. The two I went to school with weren't identical, so I didn't think the third would be identical. So with the one that walked in that was identical to the girl I was making out with, I walked up, grabbed her ass, and kissed her, and she slapped me and yelled, who the hell are you? And I'm like, I'm, I'm the dude you're making out with. <laughs> oh, man. And it turns out, so I guess... In triplets, two can be identical, and the third one wasn't. I just thought none of them were identical. No, well, there are identical triplets, and it goes on and on and on. But I mean, you could have worked that to your advantage. You could have just kept making out with all of them and going, "I thought you were her." Right, yeah, interesting. I, I thanks, Boone. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's thing about the fraternal twins, I guess, and triplets. A couple of them can look very, very close. Yeah, uh, like creepy al- close, almost identical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick just pulled up an article. About uh, Jose Canseco's twin brother? Yeah, him and Ozzy. And when was this? When was this? 2011, so it's uh, several years back. All right, yeah, it turns out that uh, it says, um, yeah, uh, Damon Feldman, the guy who put on the uh, the celebrity boxing match, won a default judgment against Jose Canseco for breach of contract after he sent his twin brother 
for the fight. There Whoa, you go. Oh, no way. So, so we probably had him in here. Yeah, we had the brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we had to. Because I think he was here only a few days before the fight. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And, and I went to that fight. Yeah. And, and Vi kicked so, his ass. Vi kicked his ass, yeah. Wow, interesting. Good. So it was. We have a picture of you with Jose, Nick, Jose you know, Canseco's brother. I asked him about hitting a home run. Uh, and <laughs> I saw him hit. I, I saw Jose yeah. hit a home run. And his brother was a ball player. His brother made it to the bigs, but it was never nearly as good as Jose was. And I saw Jose Canseco hit a home run at Fenway Park uh, that left, went over the Green Monster into the parking lot, yeah. uh, parking garage across the street. I asked Jose, quote unquote, Jose about it. <laughs> and he said, yeah, I hit it about, I don't know, 630 feet. And I remember, like, when he said that number, I was like, no, no that's, that's, that's way ridiculous. too much. That's ridiculous. So after the interview was over, I looked up longest home run in Major League history. <laughs> it turns out, like, 530, right. 550 or whatever. <laughs> it, it was a complete BS story. He was yeah, seeing he, how far he could take it. Exactly. That's why he <laughs> said that. 900 yeah. feet. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, let me go to BJ. Yo, BJ, good morning. It's a cat. Lost in the toilet. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's from a while ago. Love it. What's up, BJ? Fly 100 days, ain't yeah, it? Yeah, man. Um, so I was dating this girl. She's named her. Be- uh, her name was Becky. She was from Delco. And um, she broke up with me. So she starts talking to my twin brother, Tyler. And Tyler goes out with her, which is a whole thing to do. And um, he gets tired of her. They break up. Well, they're going to break up. Instead, I just took over again and started dating her again, and she never knew about it. She thought you were Tyler. Yes. And also, it was right around when Fight Club was going out, so, like, her calling me Tyler kind of was like, yeah, that's right. Brad Pitt. But, um, thank you from Delco if you're listening. Sorry. (laughs) How long did it last? Uh... A summer, and also I have a tattoo on my arm. Yeah. So I just wore like long sleeve shirts. Oh my like, god! There you go. Wow, the identifying mark. He covered it up. Smart. Wow. Well, right. This okay. one's for you. He's a cat. <laughs> Flush in the toilet. He's a cat. Wow. Flush in the toilet. Okay, though. Can't believe you found that. Thanks, BJ. What? <laughs> All right, yeah, I, I sense a an admission coming. No, like, that's a crime, is what he's crime, saying. That's a crime, right? Yeah. Of course, that's a crime. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. I all right, guess, thank yeah, you. yeah. It's right. <laughs> so funny. It's like it's like in Wonder Woman, uh, the, the the recent one. Yeah. There, there's literally there's a, a sex crime that takes place. Well, I mean, at the end of Revenge of the Nerds, yeah. you know. It's all a romantic on, on the, yeah, but it is what it is. All right, we're gonna move on. We're gonna go to <laughs> a lighter on. call. We're not gonna wrap on that. Hey, Rob, you're on the air. Good morning. Like a good neighbor. Uh, is there. <laughs> well Oops. done. What's up, man? What's going on? Good morning. I uh, so my dad is um, an identical twin to my uncle, and when I was little, we used we used to meet a ton of celebrities, actors, musicians, sports players, uh, just as a hobby at conventions, hotels, all kinds of stuff. And when I was little, my uncle went to meet Jim Lovell. He was in town for. Huh? astronaut convention and my uncle called my dad and said oh man he was as nice as can be signed a few things took plenty of pictures you know you got to see him tomorrow he was a ups driver uh in center city so my dad and i went the following day and the difference between my dad and uncle are my uncle's ups driver he has to be clean shaven my dad has a full-on black goatee Mm -hmm. so the next day we go and we see Jim Lovell, he's, he's coming out of the Four Seasons Hotel. So we say, hey, Mr. Lovell, you know, you mind taking a picture, this and that? And he looks at my dad and cringes. And he goes, man, can't you leave me alone? I just took a picture with you yesterday. Wow. So there was, we could not get him to believe <laughs> that my 
dad and uncle were twins. And my dad's like, listen, he, you know, it was, was it a UPS driver? I swear that's my twin brother. But It's still kind of um, crappy yeah, reaction right, to yeah. you just to take and a picture. I, I get it. Like, you know, yeah. plugging celebrities. You know, if I'm a celeb, you know, sometimes when we meet celebrities and they're not the friendliest, like Bruce Willis is known to like literally beat paparazzi. Yeah. Uh, but we get it. I mean, we're kind of, bu- we are bugging them, but uh, that was kind of a, you know, damper on the day, but we could okay. not get him to believe that. that wow. We huh. Interesting. But, I- know, usually he's pretty nice. Thanks, you know, Rob. Appreciate Jose Canseco was very nice. Yeah. Uh, or Ozzy. <laughs> he took lots of pictures. Right. Interesting. Well, lots of uh, lots of twin stories. And, of course, this got started because uh, Jennifer Coolidge said she actually pretended to have a twin sister. So she could date two guys. Pulled it off. Yeah. Know, apparently. All right. We need to break because we're getting close to that time. No sad dough. It's another shot of 500 on the way. The B-File is coming up, too. Stay put. We'll be back shortly. Everything that rocks includes cool MMR swag you can wear. Available now in the MMR Rock Shop. Like t-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops. With designs from retro MMR logos to the latest from the Preston and Steve Show branded hats and tops. For guys and gals, all with the MMR attitude you expect. Plus a few things to keep your pie hole happy, like coffee mugs and masks. Search the word shop at WMMR.com and get shopping. Stuff for you, gifts for them. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. All right, here we go again. 93.3 WMMR presents... No Center! All right, we have a word for you. Words worth 500, potentially... Uh, the word is wonder, W-O-N-D-E-R, and you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. And there are three ways that you can do it. Via text to the special contest short code, which is 45911, or to also be entered for the uh, $10,000 grand prize, uh, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. And that person will get a call from Beasley, so be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Stakem. So get on it. The word is WONDER, W-O-N-D-E-R. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, let's get Samoa stories for you. We will start with this one. This is a follow-up story, a bit of a heavy subject, but I did want to find out what happened. But uh, the Erie County District Attorney, uh, Jack uh, Denary, had ruled that the deadly shooting at a state game lands gun range during the week of Christmas was justified. Uh, if you remember, there were, there were no charges warranted after the office revealed this. It was a case of self-defense. Um, it happened when Robert Epley and his friend Michael Patterson went to the gun range to try out Patterson's new gun. Both were joined by their girlfriends, and the two couples were uh, friends, and they, they traveled to the gun range together. After firing down rage, investigators said that Epley turned and began firing the weapon at Patterson, his friend, and hit him multiple times. Well, the there hell? was another guy, a 67-year-old yeah. Erie man, was also at the gun range, and he was, you know, doing yeah. what you do. He was, he was firing, and he saw Epley firing at the guy, and he shot and killed the gunman. And, you know, it needed to be done. Any wow. explanation as to what happened? No. And and I don't know yet. So um, yeah, I, I don't know why. Yeah. for any particular reason why this guy did this. But the 67 year old man stayed at the scene. He's the one who shot and killed Epley. Uh, he helped give CPR. He just did what he had to do to stop. Yeah. The, yeah. He, for all he knows, he was going to try and kill everybody. So yeah. 
That's the follow-up on that one. <clears throat> a 32-year-old Altoona woman, uh, state police say, barged into a home and started hitting two people who were in bed. And now they, she faces felony, burglary, and other charges. Stop sleeping! Stop sleeping! Ashley Avery is accused of beating on the front door of the home at about 7.30 a.m. Monday before she walked in and started to hit two people who were in bed. Avery was pushed out of the home by the two alleged victims, and once outside, Avery walked around to the back of the home, broke out a window of a room where a seven-year-old child was sleeping. Avery jumped into a red Buick sedan and drove off when she told police uh, uh, that, when she was told that police had been called. Uh, Jeez. She is uh, under arrest, and she remains. I have a great new way to make pancakes. (laughs) (laughs) That's all she wanted to do. All right, this is a weird story, and and I'm only going to touch on part of it because it was like, Six pages long, but a private detective scammed hundreds of investors in a cryptocurrency fraud and then faked his own disappearance to make off with millions that he blew on jewelry, home improvements, and a Porsche. Mm. John DeMar was arrested by the FBI in Santa Ana, California. Authorities say that he and two associates pocketed more than $11 million in ill-gotten gains. DeMar had convinced uh, retail investors to buy into... Bitcoin, but it was actually spelled B I T C O I I N. Was this guy a nerd? Uh, no, not that I know. No, not Charles Demar. <laughs> okay, and that's from uh, Better, Off Dead. Better Off Dead. So anyway, uh, same guy that played. Same uh, guy, yeah, yeah. But anyhow, a now de- but Bitcoin with two eyes is a now defunct cryptocurrency, also known as Bitcoin Two Gen or B Two G. Ah, the bizarre case involves C list actor and martial arts. Uh, Artist uh, Steven Seagal. What? Who briefly served as a celebrity pitchman for B2G, but is not charged with any crimes in this. I'd like uh, you to consider big guy. That's right. He just whispers. Yeah. Uh, DeMar, who billed himself as B2G's director of North American Operations, began working with the fledgling company in November 2017. Wow. And was paid on commission for bringing in new customers, by the way. Um, so Seagal who is identified in the filing not by name but as, quote, a celebrity spokesperson, falsely claimed on social media that B2G could generate an 8,000% return for investors within one year. Well, golly, that sounds great. According to the complaint, Seagal also also falsely claimed that uh, he was a participant in the ICO, a misrepresentation uh, that DeMar... You'll make a fine little helper. What's your name? Charles DeMar. (laughs) Shut up, geek. But who's who's the dick? Uh, it's not uh, Ted Ted um, McGinley, no, is it? No, no, I don't know. I've only seen him in that. Yeah, okay. me too. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, uh, in fact, Seagal <laughs> never invested in the B two G ICO and only served as a paid promoter. In reality, almost none of the investors' money was invested, and virtually all of it went to the principals of B two G. So these guys just scammed people. They just, just flat yes. out stole them, and, and but they got. Steven Seagal involved, which got people interested. Right. And that's how they were able to snag $11 million. It's crazy. His huge fan base. Yes, you know that gigantic fan base. (laughs) Uh, All right, here's another follow-up story. And I was curious as to how this was going to end up. But um, the unarmed woman who was shot in the back after tearing down a Nazi flag flying in front of a gunman's Oklahoma home. I remember that she was running away from the house. She shot her in the back. That's correct. Has sued her assailant for negligence. Uh, Kendall McVeigh accused Alexander Feaster of acting with reckless disregard uh, in shooting her. Uh, McVeigh was at a party across the street from Feaster's home last June when she crossed the street around 2.55 a.m. 
and grabbed one of the two swastika flags flying outside of the residence. As McVeigh fled with the flag, Feaster carrying an A-15 rifle emerged uh, from his home. Without warning, the 45-year-old Feaster fired at least seven shots at McVeigh, who was struck several times in the lower abdomen and legs. And what I was curious about was... How at 3 o'clock in the morning, Yeah, if someone's just stealing a flag, you would even hear that right. and have the wherewithal to go grab a gun and psychotically shoot somebody like that. Was there any sort of alarm or silent well, alarm or surveillance? no, but l- listen to this. So uh, McVeigh's gunshot injuries, by the way, required multiple surgeries, several weeks of hospitalization. Uh, she's seeking in excess of $75,000 in damages uh, for mental health and pain and medical expenses and all that stuff. So... Uh, Feaster was arrested following the shooting and charged with assault and battery, deadly weapon, a felony. Investigators allege that Feaster, aware of the party across the street, was lying in wait for someone to try and steal his Nazi flags. Hmm. The shooting was captured by Feaster's home security system, which cops say recorded him exiting the front door with a large AR platform rifle on a sling and at the ready. During the search of his home... Cops noticed that a chair was placed at the front of the residence facing the door. A large ashtray containing several cigarette butts was nearby, as was a pair of handcuffs. So he was waiting. Yeah. He knew that something was going to happen. Were those swastika flags up before, or was he baiting them the night of the party? That I don't know. I I think he regularly flies those, and I think these guys were Hi, neighbor! (laughs) I think these guys were partying. They're like, dude, dude, go steal the Nazi flag. You know what I mean? So... Uh, Feaster, free on $75,000 bail, is scheduled for a March 5th preliminary hearing in the shooting case. He claims to have acted in self-defense mm. when shooting her in the back. Uh, and she, she was running away with the flag. He added that he was in fear or imminent danger of death or great bodily harm. Uh, Feaster has portrayed himself as a patriotic citizen and loyal American whose political beliefs have had uh, subjected him to threats. So we'll see how that plays in court. But... Yeah, the fact that he was just sitting there waiting for something to happen, that's pretty terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Let's give away some good eats. Calves to go. Very good. Dropped by some fantastic food. Absolutely. Uh, Nick was raving about the chicken cheesesteak. It's really good. Grilled chicken chopped up and, uh, yeah, delicious. So I'll take caller number... Uh, let's take. Let's give two of these away. Callers uh, nine and ten two one five two six three WMMR. By the way, they're open late at uh, Cavs to go, uh, and it says here on my copy: Did someone say Stoner Munchie Headquarters? <laughs> <laughs> well. Delivering late night to Temple, Drexel, U Penn, and U Arts, and every place in between. So you can go to Cavs the number two go dot com. They're right there. Order some fantastic wings and all their other great food. So thanks, Pat, for dropping that off. Callers 9 and 10, we'll set you up with that. 215-263-WMMR. Take a break. Come back in a second. Lesson, question, and more coming up when we return. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Steve showed me a very interesting video of a Foo Fighters fan this morning. Never would have suspected it. Jennifer Lopez rocking out to Foo Fighters. I mean, headbanging. Oh, yeah. Air drumming, the whole thing. I think uh, uh, the best of you. Or, yeah. No, um, yeah. Yeah. I You're think right. that's what she was listening to. Uh, that was really cool to see. I, I do like seeing yeah, that. Yeah. And, and A-Rod is sitting next to her driving. Like He's kind of laughing yeah, yeah. going, all right, she's having a good time there, isn't she? Uh, so, we have a Fooper Bowl weekend taking place. It's a Foo Fighters thing. Did you notice we're playing on the word Super Bowl with Fooper Bowl? 
So uh, it's actually good. Yeah. Uh, no, it's here, here's the deal. It's in in um, recognition of their tenth studio album. Yeah. Medicine at Midnight, which, by the way, Midnight Tonight is when we will be uh, tracking the whole thing, or at least Jackie and uh, uh, Brent Porsche will be. I think that's great. Yeah. So you'll be first to hear it if you're the, in its entirety, um, which I assume, well, tracking it might mean they're playing some tracks. They're going to play everything? I think yeah. they're playing everything. I yeah, hope I, so. I, I don't know if they're going to, you know, talk in between tracks or just, you know, play it in its entirety. But you're, Let it roll. Yeah. It, well, it's a, it, listen, it's cool. Bill Weston gave yeah. us kind of an indication he's listened through to a lot of it and says it's really good. Dude, they're used to, speaking of that, of like playing the whole album without, yeah, yeah. without anything in between. The station I grew up listening to, the rock station I listened to on Sundays, they would do that. It was called The Seventh Day. Yeah. And they would play al- albums in their entirety. And if you didn't want to buy it. I know, I know. Yeah. As you said, oh, Steve, yeah. tapers, tapers alert. alert. Yeah. You'd pop on your cassette and you could catch it. But I missed that feature. I thought it was really cool that we did that. Our music director of WMMR, Sarah Parker, is Yay! here to explain. I was told to pop in to tell you guys that, yes, we are tracking the entire Food Fighters album, Excellent. Medicine at Midnight, cool. at Midnight Tonight. I've heard most of it. I am so excited for you guys to hear it. Oh, Good. that's excellent. Oh, that's Good. really cool. Yeah, that, uh, that we, awesome. we need that. No, thank you for the heads I like up. your Slayer shirt, by the way. <laughs> thank you very much. Very cool. <laughs> uh, all right, Sarah Parker. Slayer! Yeah! So, <laughs> that's tonight. And then the Fooper Bowl weekend is going to be basically blocks uh, every hour, and then your chance to win the new album via digital uh, download. Cool. And, and then on Sunday during the big game, uh, we're going to be doing a halftime show. It won't be during the game. It's at 6 p.m. Uh, so you'll be able to hear an hour of the best live Foo Fighters, which is pretty cool. So it's kind of like a virtual live concert. Thing. I've recorded and played during this halftime show. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, today's lesson question. We are going to give away one of Stephen Singer's famous real 24-karat gold-dipped roses. And then when we Come back in a moment. I'll tell you how you can win one of those in a different way with a special delivery and a diamond necklace. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, the question I have for you is, and you probably already knew we were going to ask this, what movie starring Colin Farrell is a fan fiction account of John Bon Jovi during the 1980s? What is that called? Uh, movie starring Colin Farrell, a fan fiction account of John Bon Jovi during the 1980s. 215 263-WMMR. Call now. We'll do the trash for you. Call them. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Gwinnett Mercy University. Their graduate programs have proven professors who can help propel you to the next level. Visit them at gmercyu.edu. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Catherine Heigl telling People Magazine that she now thinks she could have handled her departure from Grey's Anatomy with more grace. Heigl now regrets hopping up during a cast table read, spreading her ass cheeks and screaming, here's my anatomy, suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Lamar Odom has signed a contract to fight Aaron Carter in a celebrity boxing match for promoter Damon Feldman. Feldman says the title match will be the perfect companion to the undercard bout between William Hung and Charlie Rose. (laughs) And finally, T.J. Osborne has come out as gay, making him the highest profile country star to do so while on a career high. It's very cool. T.J., who is the frontman of the Brothers Osborne, says nothing is going to change as far as his music goes, except a shotgun rack will now be in the back of a Mazda Miata. (laughs) And that's your Hollywood track. Alrighty, we shall see if you know the answer to this question. Uh, what movie starring Colin Farrell 
is a fan fiction account of John Bon Jovi during the 1980s. And we will go to Matt and see how he does. Hey, Matt, good morning. Hey, good morning, it. Good morning, it. <laughs> All right, Matt, what's the name of the movie, please? Bald Jovi. Bald Jovi. Yeah. You got it, Matt. Hang on. We're going to give you a uh, Stephen Singer famous Real 24-karat gold-dipped rose, and Valentine's Day is right around the corner. You can order yours now, only at IHateStevenSinger.com. We had Stephen on earlier this morning, and we're doing a contest with him. It's called A Visit from the Quarantine Cupid. And what's going to happen is you are going to tell us why your significant other essentially deserves a rose. And it also... Wow. Uh, we're going to give away four of these. And yeah. not only will you win the rose, but you'll also win a Star of Love diamond necklace. And it will be hand-delivered safely to you by the Quarantine Cupid. And the Quarantine Cupid is going to be completely CDC compliant, as That's in... He will be in a hazmat suit. Yeah. Oh, you'll be able to see the wings and everything. Of course. There'll, there'll be the little bow and arrow, mm-hmm. but everything will be antiseptic. We have to be safe about it. So get on this because we're going to uh, choose our winner on Wednesday. So click contest at WMMR.com and you can get yourself entered to win. And, uh, of course, if you want to get a, a rose purchase one, you go right ahead to IHateStevenSinger.com and pick up your Valentine's Day gift now. All right, we're going to do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Yeah! So, let's go with this story first. Limp Biscuit guitarist Wes Borland. Sums Marilyn Manson up as a bad effing guy. Wow. Borland was a member of Manson's band uh, true. B- back in 2008. Uh, during an appearance on the Twitch channel called Space Zebra on Tuesday, Borland said, He's amazingly talented, but he's effed up and he needs to be put in check and he needs to get sober and he needs to come to terms with his demons. Borland added that uh, all the allegations made against Manson by various women are true. That's what he says. Mm. Um, he said uh, he's not a great guy. And every single thing that people have said about him is effing true. So relax about the allegations towards the women. Like when people say bad things about these women that are coming after him right now, F off, he says. Uh, they're speaking the truth. So that's Wes's two cents. He knew him. He knows him, you know. Well, you take, listen. So, um... Like Rose McGowan, who was with him for a while, said she never saw any of this, but believes all these women. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see how it plays out. But there's certainly a lot of women coming forward with very credible stories. So, yep, it's very troubling. Although it would seem uh, would have been unthinkable at the time of its original release 30 years ago, uh, Metallica's Enter Sandman is now the soundtrack to a Ford commercial. The track, which was a highlight on the Black Album, now serves as the jingle for the 2021 Ford F-150 Raptor, a desert racing-inspired version of its best-selling F-150 pickup. The Raptor's a cool uh, cool truck. You should see this new one. It's oh, really? It's badass, oh, yeah. Uh, Ford's chief communications officer, Mark Truby, said in a statement, when we thought about what's, uh, what song captured the new Raptor in all its dune-bashing, desert-running glory, one stood out, Enter Sandman. It's a song that has almost never been used commercially, but luckily Metallica are Raptor fans. Uh, according to Blabbermouth, they reported Enter Sandman has been used by NASA Mission Control to wake up space shuttle astronauts. It's the entrance song for Virginia Tech Hokies football team. 
and served as the entrance themes for Major League Baseball Hall of Famer Mariano Rivera and Extreme Championship Wrestling's Jim Fullington, known as the Sandman. But only once before has it been licensed for a worldwide commercial spot, and that was in uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare teaser trailer. That's right, yeah. So this is going to be for the actual commercial for this uh, vehicle. Um, yeah, I haven't gotten the specs on this new Raptor, but apparently it's it's pretty badass. Nice. So when a ball player comes into a band's music, do they have to get rights to do that? Because they're in a in a venue where people are paying mm, for tickets. I think, and so. also TV is uh, you know airing the games, obviously TV and radio. So are there? I wonder. Does perhaps the like MLB pay mm, licensing maybe. fees and allow the players to use them at their discretion? Because Mar- Mariano Rivera's entrance, I mean, he was, you know, the greatest yeah. closer of all, of all time. It became synonymous with that, with, with Enter Sandman. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder if there was ever an official link or if they just sort of a wink and a nod. Tostino's is using uh, Closer by Nine Inch Nails. Wow. Yeah. That's a little odd choice. But... I mean, I'm even hearing Enter Sandman on Sundays at church. Uh... And Oh, I thought this was the other version. <laughs> I was so excited for where that was going. Oh, uh, what uh, what version is that case? <laughs> Damn it. That's, that's Lars. They usually don't let him sing. Right. Oh, yeah. man. It's the version that I really like to sing. It's a little bit different. It's a little different. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I don't there know. There was a joke I, there, right? No, that, well, yeah. I have a song. I know. Damn it. <laughs> All right, try it again. What, Say what it you, again. You want, here, we'll take you back a, a uh, couple of seconds ago. I don't know if I'm ready. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm even actually hearing this song on Sunday at Mass. That's how you do a comedy bit, yes. folks. <laughs> well, we fixed it. Yeah, we did. We rewound it. <laughs> Didn't even see it coming. Marissa, as she always does, dug up the information you were looking for. Nick, uh, general licensing venue. For This is from uh, BMI, and they handle the uh, publishing. Bobby Dice Index. Uh, nope. They oh. handle the publishing for <laughs> music. Uh, they distribute licensing fees collected from uh, aircraft or, or, wait, is air? Oh, sports leagues. Here we go. So we've got three different categories here, aircraft, sports leagues, and theme parks. So under sports leagues, it says BMI distributes license fees collected from professional sports teams and leagues for the public performance of your musical works in stadiums during live games. BMI uses performance information provided by the professional sports teams and leagues to create a database of BMI licensed works that are eligible to receive a royalty payment. Okay. So here we go. So when they walk out, there, yeah. it's a blanket payment, and they're, they, that's how they do it. And it's from the NFL, the NHL, MLB. The, uh, they're the ones who, Cronum. who will pay that, the Cronum League, yeah. Uh, so interesting, yeah. All right. There you go. Thanks, Morris. I guessed, and I got it right. One last... They got Final Jeopardy right last night. <laughs> one last story. Uh, Rush guitarist Alex Lifeson revealed that he and Getty Lee... Remain open to making music together in the wake of Neil Peart's death last year. Uh, Peart, of course, one of the most groundbreaking beloved drummers in rock, died of brain cancer at the age of 67. Um, uh, Ultimate Classic Rock uh, transcribed portions of uh, Lifeson's new interview where he spoke about uh, starting to work on his own. He said, after we finished the last tour in 2015, I started just writing on my own, doing some stuff. Getty was working on his book. Uh, We talked about getting together and doing some stuff together, but it got very, very busy for him. Even after he finished writing the book, he took it on the road. 
Uh, so we never got a chance to sit down and start working or just having some fun together. Uh, but he said that making music together is never far from their minds. He said we still talk about it, and I'm sure that we will work together. Of course, now with the pandemic, it's kind of wrecked things for a bit. We're both eager to get back together and kind of get back into the thing that we've done since we were 14 years old that we love to do, and we really work really, really well together. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Stop and think about it. So, they, you know, they lost their dear friend. I mean, not that anyone would hope that a pandemic would come along so they'd have time to just, you know, um, adjust. Uh, but that served that purpose. But it, it would seem weird to have these guys who are incredibly competent and creative musicians sit inert, yeah, right? Agreed. agreed. I mean, they'll never, there won't be Rush again. Right. They, they won't bring somebody on board and call themselves Rush they won't go on tour and play Rush songs, I guarantee you that. How about Rush with an extra H? Maybe that would work. Yeah, like a cover band. But they'll do something else, and I'm excited for that uh, possibility. Um, Alex also spoke candidly about the loss of Neil as uh, both a musician and a uh, musical partner and brother-in-arms. He said, for me, that first year of grieving is the milestone. Once you get past that, I think, he said, I don't know, it's an anniversary that you process, and it becomes a little easier to handle. He wanted to say, with Neil, I'm always seeing pictures, and I'm always reminded of him and all that stuff. And it, that was difficult. But now, it's been a year. I find that I think of the good times that we had together more than the sadness. And we had so many great times. We laughed so much over all those years. Aside from the work that we did and being a partner of one of the greatest drummers in history and bass players, for that matter, I just remember the laughing and the smiles and all of that stuff. So it rounds out the picture and makes it a little easier to move forward. So maybe we'll have some music from those guys in the not-too-distant future. And that is what I have in music news for you. Well done. Thank you, sir. I have one. Oh, too kind. But, uh, rice cooker pancakes for everybody. <laughs> Actually, I'd like to give away a $25 voucher for uh, takeout orders at calves2go.com. You That's need to record. take advantage of this. Yeah, we'll take caller number 14 at 215 263 WMMR. It's Cavanaugh's, but it's their yeah. carryout version. They don't delivery. deliver a, like a living calf to your house. No, you don't yeah. get a ca- It's Cav yeah. with a V. Right. So C-A-V-S, the number two, go.com is how you order from them. And uh, we'll take that caller and we'll set you up. Order Cavanaugh's award-winning wings. Name best in Philly at Cavs2Go.com. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Wrap it up. Letter of the day, word of the week, that stuff. Stay with us. WMMR. We're not just in your car anymore. Ask Alexa to open MMR and we'll come streaming right into your house. And we promise we're not listening to you doing stuff that often. 93.3 WMMR. It's everything. (laughs) I'm sorry. I turn my eyes to the left and I look on this monitor and I see me and Nick and Casey's ass in those pants earlier this morning. Just this close-up shot of our butts. And Kathy, I've finally seen my ass for the first time. Yeah. It works. It works, The right? pants works. It gave yeah. me a butt. No padding or nothing. Just that shape. That was fun. That was fun, actually. All you need to do is crush your nuts up into your throat. That's all you got to (laughs) do. Or find a pair that fits right. Yeah, probably that. And that would work better. So, um, anyhow, uh, thank you, Kathy, for bringing it in. You're welcome.
And case of the pancakes. Pants and pancakes. We did pants and pancakes earlier this morning. Watch the other shows rip that off. Amazon pants. (laughs) Show uh, show Pierre our asses. Uh, Nick, he just came walking in. Those those are our butts. Yes. Do you know whose is who? Can you identify the butts there, Pierre? From left to right? You have green, pink, and blue. Who's who? I'm thinking Nick is on the right. Okay. This one in the middle? Kathy. (laughs) Oh, you're so sweet. Who's this? That's Casey. No? No. You got, a, you got, got them all wrong. wrong. You got them all wrong. That's Casey. Casey's in the right. green. Nick's in the middle. Yeah. And then that's my hiney. Wow. And I have no butt. So these <laughs> pants gave me a butt. They aren't padded or anything like that. It's just Not the way asked, they're cut. Dude. Thanks, man. I've, I'm... <laughs> I feel pretty good about myself right now. Casey has the best butt of all three. Oh, oh, oh stop. Honestly, it's a, it's a succulent little morsel. Stop. It's the Delco stop in it. It, yeah. it pops. Uh, so, so we did we did pants and, and pancakes today, which was fun. Uh, and thank you, Stephen Singer. Yay! Stephen got in touch with us. We have uh, the Quarantine Cupid taking place. It's a chance for you to win a home delivery of a gold-dipped rose and also the Star of Love diamond necklace for your special someone uh, you need to uh, email us why uh, you think uh, this person deserves it. And it's pretty simple. We're going to do it next uh, Friday, but it's going to wrap up on Wednesday. So send over that. you got a couple days to think about it and then send it over. But go through the contest portion of WMMR.com. And thank you to Cavs to go yeah. uh, Kavanaugh's uh, for dropping off food today, Pat and company. We Very good food. Yep, absolutely. How are you today, Pierre? Excellent. When yes. is Valentine's Day? <laughs> Valentine's Day is next Saturday? Sunday. No, Sunday. I'm sorry. Is it Sunday? Yeah, okay, it's a week. Yeah. It's a week from Sunday. A week from Sunday. Okay. Correct. Steve's wedding anniversary as well. Did you know that? I uh, I had forgotten, but yes. Uh, yes, early happy anniversary. Thank you. Oh, and by the way, answering text. Yes, our asses are on the website. Yes, yes. you can see the <laughs> Thank pictures. God, there's for that. there's even some dancing. Casey and I did some <laughs> choreographed dancing. Beautiful. You did it to. Uh, um, Put a ring on it. That's correct. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you'll be able to see all that. We never did get Kathy in those pants. Maybe I, popular yeah. demand. We'll <laughs> see if people want to see you in those. Nick and your little Steven Babushka is is lovely too. Yeah, I've been wearing this uh, balaclava lately, and uh, you can put it on your head as well because my hair is out of control and I need a cut. Like a wild stallion. Yeah. <laughs> You know what it's like, Steve? It's like uh, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Yeah. Yeah. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. It's a fan fiction. It's yeah. a, a speculative work of art, of art about uh, what it would have been like had he been bald. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I just look at your hair and I just, I just think of this song. Oh, Wild Horses. I'm like, what, what is this? All right, uh, Pierre, shall we do the letter of the day? I saw a cockroach. Here? Oh, wow. Here? I did ask him a question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you saw a cockroach? An inch and a half long cockroach oh, in the lobby. Oh, boy. It well, who was like it waiting to see? Yeah. It was, oh, uh, you know what it does? It rides the mouse <laughs> yeah. uh, around yeah, here. It That's does. its transportation. I took a video of it. Can of the cockroach? Yeah. <laughs> and um, he's a happy little critter. And um, well, just take just know that when you see one, it's only just that one. It's only yeah. just that one. That's what I told the the poor um, lady who was doing security, who was backed into the corner. I oh, said, "No, that's Henry. He won't hurt you." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, wow. and I thought Kathy, you'd like to see him. <laughs> no, thank you. Between the cockroaches and the mice in this building, <laughs> there's no mice. 
Mm-hmm. You saw Jackie's video, right? You saw the right? video, right? I didn't know. Oh, it was climbing oh. on the wall in the production studio. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. the wall. Cool. Yep. <laughs> he was cute. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> Can we move on with a letter, please? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I, we I keep derailing you. For yeah. God's sakes. Preston and Steve on Luxury 3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter R as in... Rivals. All right. And we have a three-night stay at Icona Resorts. And you can surprise your special someone with a romantic getaway to Icona Avalon Resort. Uh, The wine, dine, and unwind package available through the end of March or the Valentine's weekend package. Uh, Both include a three-course dinner for two and a bottle of wine to enhance your stay. Learn more at IconaAvalon.com. By the way, with the mouse that we saw, uh, we were kicking around names, and since there used to be Eddie Van Hamster here, uh-huh. I'd recommended uh, David Lee Rodent. <laughs> like that. For uh, the mouse's name. I love that, in fact. Thank um, you. So we'll call him Dave. What's up on the show, man? Well, we will have uh, Fleetwood Mac. Uh, Rumors was released today in 1977. We got Alice Cooper for his birthday. We have a block of Van Halen, in fact, uh, in honor of the mouse. Oh, beautiful. Well, I love really, it. But, not really. I mean, there is a block of Van Halen, so okay. we may as well make it in honor of the mouse. Why not? I love it. I love uh, it. And, uh, and uh, in honor of Kathy's love of the rodent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And All right, cockroach. Let's uh, thank our sponsors. President Steve Show brought to you today by Acme Markets, fresh food, local flavors, and also by Local Confidence Plus Service Center. Uh, car need a service, and you can find your location at myconfidenceplus.com. Uh, tomorrow on the program, it is No Sad Bro. Yes. And your last day for No Sad Dough. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, we're boy. Done with that. So don't miss out on that. And Pierre's got a couple of chances coming up, too. <clears throat> David Keckner will be joining us. Ah, he's great. To wrap up the week and uh, everything we have to give away, we will give away. That's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day and we will see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hi, my name is Chris. My wife and I are the small business owners of I Love Kickboxing in Epson and King of Prussia. I Love Kickboxing is boutique fitness specializing in a great cardio workout and is great for your physical and mental wellness. Perfect for anyone looking to get active again or for those looking to change up their current exercise routine. Both our studios are sanitized and waiting for you. Check us out on Facebook or Google at I Love Kickboxing Exton or King of Prussia. Remember, fitness is essential in keeping America healthy. Next message. This is Kristen with Simply Refined Market in Mount Laurel. My best friend Carla and I just started our online store in November. We sell expertly curated goods for home, wellness, beauty, and spirit. The majority of our items are made by local artisans and other small businesses. We are doing a pop-up Saturday and Sunday, 12 to 5 at the Cherry Hill Mall, and we would love for you guys to stop by. Mention WMMR to get 10% off, or use coupon code WMMR to order online at our site, simplyrefinedmarket.com. Thank you, and hope to see you this weekend. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.